hello, hello, and welcome to yet another Q&A Thursday, and it's a good one, man. I've got Levi Gates to my right. Hey, Dane, what's going on? Hey, hey, I'm Dane Hennon, in dead center for myself, I guess, and whatever. And to my left, I've got Diamond Protect between Tyler and Matt, who you may recognize, but just in case you don't, that's Tyler Cucci, this is Matt Ward, and welcome to the show, guys. Thank Thank you. you. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, we answer detailing questions around here, but your particular area of expertise, if you'd like to give kind of a brief bio for people who are maybe new and aren't familiar with uh, Diamond ProTech. Yeah, so Diamond ProTech is a new state-of-the-art coating for your vehicle. Um, We launched last year. We are a new composite coating that actually incorporates diamonds into the uh, coating itself. So, okay, uh, yeah, we tested it on some other vehicles before that went into certain places and uh, showed very good characteristics. Yeah, I'll yeah, take no. it. So it's uh, it's no surprise, right? I mean, we've talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we've talked about it with you guys a lot uh, before too. So our parent company, NGT. Uh, developed the nano diamond coating for uh, satellites, aerospace. So protecting uh, the motherboards and the circuitry work on satellites. And uh, rather than being a, an automotive coating and trying to figure out, can we make something for wheels? Can we make something for glass? We designed a coating originally, almost a decade now ago, for aerospace and then brought it back into the mm-hmm. automotive uh, industry. There's um, a lot more cars that can be coded every year than uh, than satellites. So yeah, <laughs> I mean it makes sense, and uh, that's a pretty extreme environment to be going up in. So yeah, I'm a pro tech is no joke. That stuff's serious. So Correct. yeah, no, that's a great little introduction. And for those of you watching, as always, make sure you click like on this video. It helps us yeah. out. But uh, apart from that, any housekeeping. I was going to say, well, first I was going to say that the boys actually need to give a bio about themselves well, individually yes. and then there's so that, that the guys at home, the gang yeah. at home can understand who they're actually talking to because, yes, course. they are Diamond ProTech. Hopefully you guys learned some about that. Maybe you didn't hear from me or Anthony, but Matt, Tyler, <clears throat> bios, yourselves. Starting with Tyler. <laughs> yeah, so I am the uh, sales director for The Americas with Diamond ProTech. Uh, prior to that, I've been uh, a manufacturer rep for the last half a decade, um, working mostly with new car dealerships, used car lots, professional detail shops, very frequently uh, working with high volume facilities. Uh, and then every now and then getting that opportunity to hang out with someone that really deep dives in and, uh, you know, puts the detail in detailing. Um, prior to that, I worked out of a, uh, a route truck covering New England and uh, also had my own detail shop um, once upon a time, too. Nice. There you go. Uh, yeah, so I'm Matt Ward. I am from Boise, Idaho. I have been detailing for about 15 years now. So I have uh, worked with Levi in the past. We also, uh, I've managed multiple shops here in the Valley. Um, I am an ambassador for Diamond Pro Tech. I also try to oversee the uh, professional line of products for Diamond Pro Tech. And then um, I also still do detailing here in the Valley. There you go. Excellent. And most people know him as the real master of shine. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> he always made me look good. He, he made his stuff look good. So. <laughs> no, so, I always introduced yeah. Matt as my right arm for a number of years for good reason because he is that good. Oh, like, yeah. You just count on him all the time. So that, all that is to say we have some wonderful experts here at the table who can definitely help answer your questions. To which I ask you, please, ask detailing questions. I know we have fun here. Mm-hmm. We go all over the place. But if you got burning questions, even if you thought, oh, that's kind of dumb, I don't want to ask that, 
feel free. You can frame it in a way so you don't feel dumb. There are no dumb questions. Just ask. Yeah. And uh, so back to housekeeping. You guys are probably wondering where Anthony is. He had to prepare his body <laughs> because oh, there boy. is a car show this weekend, uh, another one. But this one's Honda-specific. <laughs> right. Now, those of you that know that he loves his uh, old Hondas, and he is a uh, fan of those Hondas, he also happens to be all-day Anthony's photographer. Whoa. And all day, this is going to be a big show for all-day Anthony. Hmm. And so our Anthony is trying to get uh, not only his personal cars ready for the show, but then he's got to go like actually hang out and spend time following the real all-day Anthony around. Okay. And I think he's got to drive his cars over there, too. Oh. It's kind of weird because they both kind of look the same. But yeah. anyway, he's it's like a big deal for <laughs> him. And so he said, I need to prepare my body. He's going to shave his whole body, I think is what he said. He said those words. I remember him saying that. He's going to coat um, himself afterwards? And then he was going to lotion up. Oh. Get, get good and lotioned up. And then he was going to start working on the cars to make sure. I don't know what kind of work he was going to be doing or why he necessitated the, the removal of body of hair hands, and lotioning. Lotion. I don't, but, I don't hey, care. to each their own, right? That's what happens. Okay. Uh, then an actual uh, housekeeping for the company. Um, we are still getting through all of the Father's Day orders, so thank you guys again for uh, purchasing and, and popping in during that sale and taking care of uh, getting all those products and getting that stuff in. So uh, our packing crew thanks you guys for your patience. Um, and then next week, if you're not signed up for the newsletter, you please be. be ready. We're going to be uh, getting ready to launch the newest and next uh, holiday special. So if you're not signed up, Ooh. you need to do that because yeah. we're going to be doing the big 4th of July sale. And uh, there's going to be some goodies in there that you're not going to want to miss. Mm. So we're just mm. going to give you that much. Um, and then, yeah, you ready to do some com some? Yeah. Uh, Let's get those A's comments for the cues up on the screen here. Let's get this thing started, guys. Okay, so got the blank slate. I'm gonna pop in Rob here. Let's start off with Rob. Love the new Obsessed Garage exclusive gray FTW towel. Mm, awesome, Rob. Found that one. That's pretty rad. I'm glad you uh, got to see that one. Yeah. Uh, Rocky Iverson <laughs> saying, "Morning, gentlemen from Hawaii. So, how long do I need to let Doctor Color Chip cure before I can coat it? I usually like to wait a day." Just because I want that stuff to set up, because depending on the coating that you're going to use or the prep solve that you're going to be using on the body, there's a good chance that it can wipe it right off. So I always want it to be able to build up and at least hold. That way you've got that. Matt, did you ever run into any of that, Tyler? Yeah, you'll want to let it sit for a little while to let it off gas. You don't want any of those prep products that you're going to put on there to strip any of that that you just took the time to fill in. So. Yeah. What's really cool, so uh, at SDC, we got to be next to Tony, mm -hmm. and then uh, and I asked him a little bit about that, and I'm still, I, I fall on that same weight boat that you guys are. I'd, I'd prefer to wait a day. Yeah. Um, he was a lot more confident with it, but then tomorrow, not tomorrow, today's still Thursday, Saturday, mm -hmm. yep. we're going to be doing a training class, morning, Dr. Color Chip, and afternoon us. At, at, at Budco yeah. in Salt Lake. Yeah. So there is going to be a training class happening in Salt Lake at Budco. So those of you in the area, take sure note. head on down. Get out uh, there. Dino Gravik saying, let's get this party going. What's up, Dino? <laughs> hey. Saying, what's up, guys? Happy Friday Eve. Just got done polishing my Mitsu Colt. Today was oh. really hot. Paint soft and swelled up. Now I have holograms to polish off on Saturday. <laughs> hey, you know, it keeps you busy, right, Dino? Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> 
Brian saying, hey, guys, I heard a few people say they drive their car after a rinse to get most of the water off, and then they dry with a towel. Is this safe? Dust, etc. So that's more of a joke. Like, yeah. we jokingly say the, fast, the best way to drive a car is just drive it really fast and get the water like, off. You know how fast you have to drive before the that is an effective method? That is an actual joke, but the, but the reality is, is it comes from the fact that most car washes, when you come out, the blowers hit it, you're going to just drive and the rest of that water is <clears> going to come off. Um, but in reality, the safest way, have a, have a drying aid, have a towel. Even if you run it through a car wash, hop out, get a drying aid, dry it off. Because not only that, but you're going to see if the car wash even did a good job washing your car. True. And nowadays, I don't know if you've gone through a car wash recently, but the ones here in Idaho, they don't even rinse them off. There's no (laughs) pre-rinse anymore. They don't even pressure wash them anymore. They just send them through. And I was talking to one of the the car wash. or something. (laughs) No, it is. I was asking one of the car wash guys down the street here at the car wash that I started at a long time ago. Yeah. I said, why don't you guys, like they had just gone through a full, um, what is it? A, well, like a, a renovation. Retro renovation and, yeah. retro, and I said, dude, now that you guys put in the new wash, why aren't you pre-spraying? And just pulling the pressure washer out, at least getting, getting the car wet before it goes through all the chemicals. And he's like, they don't want us doing that anymore. And I said, really? What if I tip? And he's like, no, they don't want us. Like they pulled guns out of the most of them. <laughs> they keep them there for mud. Huh. Just mud. Just mud. Just to knock mud off of the cars because they've realized that the mud, there's too much mud on it. It catches in the brushes and it damages the next line of cars behind it. That's so they're like, kind of expensive. That's really the only time. But everything else, we just run it through because people don't get out of their cars to check the wash. And he oh. says it's cheaper for us to just run it through a second or third time oh, than to take check. the five minutes to rinse every car off with a pressure washer. So that's using the same logic that like warranties and rebate programs use where Mm -hmm. they're like, how often is somebody actually gonna follow up on the fine print here and follow through that? Chances are they won't. Yeah, but that's every car wash. But that's like the business logic is, so I'll just take the hit of the people who are smart enough to figure out the difference and will come asking, but otherwise. But it's so easy because they'll literally, I've gone through, I've come out, looked at my truck and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's still like filthy come back around and go, hey, can you guys pre-spray this thing? And they're like, oh, yeah, no problem. And they'll just hit the button again. No, they don't ever pull out the gun or anything. And I go, well, all right. I guess but it, it is. Seems... It makes sense. When you're washing those cars, 25 <clears throat> cents a car, or sure. you're paying an employee at 15 bucks an hour, five right. minutes to yeah. wash I mean, it. They're, they're standing there anyway. But if the you're cars, doing usually cars they would do the spray when the car's already starting to move. That, that was usually, so you're not really any lost time there. And the amount of water you're using, I can't imagine it adds s- s- such an expense compared to the water you're already using anyway. Right. But what's the difference? Like, yeah. that just seems like, I don't know, that that, that seems it's, like a really... It, but it makes sense. Minimal cheap benefit. Cheap way to do it. Min- that's like yeah. super cheap. No, cheap. but it is. But if you think about it, you're washing 300 cars a day, <clears> and you can cut that five minutes of every car washing... And you lower the amount of le- you make labor, like 50 technically. Bucks more, I guess. No, maybe. but if you think over the long run, you save quite a bit, sure. and it's just all right. If nobody notices, okay, they're fine. Well, yeah, no. In if the they come back, we'll just wash it again. And the ultimate I, corner cutting methods, I, I can see that. It just it seems silly to me. It does, it does. But it that's is. why, again, I well, say, what are you going to say, Tyler? Get no, a towel and get a drying aid. I can see you trying to get away with it, like in the in the summer and mm. in the fall, maybe. But man, you like in the, in the winter? winter time. 
you could never get at least up in Massachusetts where I live. Like every, if you're going through the car wash, it's to get the salt off right, your car. Right, right, yeah, yeah right. Like Everyone's like, yeah, I'll pay the extra two bucks for undercarriage. Like, I'm actually only paying for the undercarriage. That's really, <laughs> like, that's all the... I care about. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Yeah, yeah. No, that's it's a pretty crazy. Great so, point. and then uh, <laughs> Franco, Franco saying, Dino, did you go for a drive to get most of the water off? <laughs> <laughs> Kimberly. Hey, Kim. Greetings. Construction season taking a toll on the mm. Acura. Note to self, next time, don't be cheap. Opt for coating and PPF on the full front clip. <laughs> Boy, but my engine bay is somewhat clean. We saw those pictures, yeah. Kimberly. Uh, thank us. you for emailing those to us and telling us uh, that you've been working on your motor. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Dan saying, good afternoon and a word up from hot, hot, summery Minnesota. Happy Friday, FTRC Grang. Hope it's been a great week. Thank you, Dan. It has. And then Barry Duhart, who was at the Long Island uh, Open yeah. House, said, any suggestions on how to pick up more ceramic coating jobs? I am in the middle, in a middle to low income area. Thank you. Well, we've got some coating, you know, folks here. We've got you. I mean, I, I'd like to hear everybody's input on this one. Uh, for a low income area, I mean, you're going to want to have your car coated, obviously, to show the the looks and the effects to your clients. Um, but sometimes in a lower income area, maybe you're not needing to push those five, 10 year lifetime ceramics, your 18 months, three year, um, lower term ceramics are more cost effective. And honestly, a lot of your clients will get a, uh, better result out of that, that they'll sure. see within those first year or two. Yeah. No, that's, that's an excellent point. A anything you want to add, Tyler? Yeah, so we always, whenever we talk about coatings, we always really fixate on those paint coatings. And you can very quickly pick up some fast dollars by offering like glass coatings, mm -hmm. wheel coatings, interior mm -hmm. coatings. So, uh, you know, one of the big things we're, we're doing this week while we're here is, is working on getting some videos for our installers. And the glass coating and body, you know, yeah, they're quick, they're easy. Uh, they're kind of, you know, body's uh, 18 month, almost two year coating really. Uh, but those are your, let's get the car in, let's do a maintenance, let's give you a product that's actually going to last the whole year. I mean, yeah. back when I was a detailer, you're yeah. trying to tell people, yeah, I'll see you in 12 weeks, uh, which nobody ever came back every 12 weeks. You were lucky to get them every mm -hmm. like twice a year, every six months. So now, you know, we, uh, you're lucky to get them once a year. So why not go and pursue that, that body coating, you know, a nice entry level coating. Uh, if someone's not happy with what's been sealed, it is capable of being polished off where you get into that 120 or that 60 with us. Uh, it, it's just not coming off. Yeah. You know, um, one thing I was thinking, Barry, uh, like they're saying, glass coatings. Add a glass, a glass coatings. You can do a hundred hundred bucks. Yeah, on coating glass and add it to any of your other detail jobs. Take a video. Mm -hmm. Take it with your phone. Put it on your Facebook page. Put it on your Instagram. Put it on your on your website. And just say, hey, for a hundred dollars, this is what your glass can do. And when you get into the rain, the winter, any of that kind of stuff, it makes a huge difference having a coated versus an uncoated windshield. And that alone, most people go, oh, crap. Yeah, I want that. Some of the do storms that. we drove through when we were over in New York and all that, I can see the benefits immediately if we had had that on the car. It would have saved well, us. Or Barry, a, rent a, a car. And, and Barry, yeah, no. Just go rent a car and just put that coating on there because I guarantee you that front windshield on that rental car is not going to be coated. Oh, no, yeah. And 50, you could 50. take it to your – you could rent it for a day, take it to your mm -hmm. shop, do half the windshield, and then just spray it with the hose. Like, here's like, what you're at you, right now. Here's the what amount to just rent that car for the day. It doesn't have to be anything. 
you can go around a $25 a day car. Oh, yeah. And just use it just to make that video. It's just the glass. Just That's the post. That's important. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you can pick up that. Um, the other one, your interior coatings. Got the interior and leather. That's another thing most yeah. people don't even think about. We focus too hard on getting these coatings on the outside, but getting coatings on the inside to protect. You got kids, you got leather. Let's put leather coating on there. If you've got vinyl or plastics on the outside or on the interior, let's get those done up because it's just going to make it much easier. And it's still an economical coating. They're, they're not labor intensive too, right? right? So every, everything I kind of hit on there is not labor intensive. So if you're in that low to medium income area, you're not asking someone to, to come up with a large ticket item. You're not telling someone, Hey, yeah, it's, it's another 1800 bucks for me to, to do this job the right way. It's, it's seventy nine ninety nine for just the windshield or one twenty nine for all of the glass. Yeah. You know, whatever package you come up yeah, with. Yeah, or you know, hey, it's an extra hundred bucks or you know, whatever for your leather to do your yeah. seats. Yeah. You know, I always sold it that I was coating the inside of my car yeah. to protect my sanity from the children. <laughs> that was really <laughs> it. It's like I don't have to worry that there's ice cream on the leather because I coated it. I don't have to worry that this that the kids have stained the seats or they've damaged the, the tweed inserts and the leather because I coated those fabrics. Right. And that's the biggest thing is if you can get to a point where you can start showing people that and making those videos to show how easy it is to wipe up or do that kind of stuff, it people will do it. The other thing that I was going to say, one that he can do back east, winter changeovers for tires. People are putting on their snow tires. If you start running a special where you're like, hey, if you get your snow tires put on and maybe they have them on snow wheels, bring me your summer wheels and let me decon, Mm -hmm. wash them, do a special like that, and then just coat the wheels. They're already off the car. It's way easier at that point. Super easy to do. (laughs) Help them take care of the cars and keep the wheels looking better longer. That's another one. One thing I also wanted to point out, just because he specifically mentions middle-low income area, just thinking sociologically, the people oftentimes who have these cars, I mean, granted, everybody's different, but on on a general scale, people are keeping the cars longer. They're not rotating through cars as quickly. So that's something you can use to your benefit when you're talking about coatings, talking about preserving what's there, because, yeah, you got to keep it nice for longer, chances are. So even if they have to come back, you know, two years later, get a new coating or something like that, that's fine. They're already familiar with you. They trust you. And assuming everything was kept up at that point, it's just one of those things you look at where Mm -hmm. as, you know, you run to some other places, people are rotating a car every six months or in something new. Like Dane. So So I'm getting some mileage out of my car. Actually, I think think when I drive back from the airport this week, my truck will be kissing 200,000 miles, right? 2014, right there. But that interior has been protected so many times, right? And we have four kids, deck yeah. hockey, basketball, all these crazy sports, ice cream, right? Yeah. Like I'm an ice cream junkie. And uh, it is so much easier to take the time to coat your interior, no matter what the surface is, than try to tell your kids they can't have ice cream in the back of the car, right? Yeah. Like every parent thinks they're going to do it, <laughs> yeah. right? But when you sit there and realize, hey, I'm going to keep a car longer and longer, it's just worth it's worth that extra, you know, like I said, 79 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever it may be to get your surfaces protected, knowing that I think all interior coatings last 12 months I yeah. think, from every brand out there, you know, um, so it's the it's, insurance is cheaper than the repair. Yes. So. It's like an oil change. It's yeah. that preventative yes. maintenance. You're keeping it clean, <laughs> keeping it protected. It's going to yeah. last you longer, be easier to clean further yeah. down the road. 
Unless you got like an 80s Toyota with the 22 RE and you're running it without oil for like 10 years in a row. Anything else blows up. So <laughs> just take care. But Barry, try and think outside of the box with that kind of stuff and just think about how you can maybe create and build packages based on weather um, and and things like that, you know. So Alex saying, happy Friday Eve family. Hope everyone's doing fantastic. Thank you, Alex. Good to hey, hear from Alex. you, brother. Uh, Hans closing <laughs> saying, hello, Teal RIC. Yes. And then Franco selling Alex Dua. <laughs> and uh, Dan Pfeiffer, you take a long road trip and the front of your vehicle is covered in bug guts and gets baked on for seven de- several days before you can clean it. What would you pre-treat with before a standard wash? Hmm. Um, Dan, that's what they make a lot of bug removers nowadays. You can use plenty of bug removers. Um, I really like using Forced as a pre-treater and uh, using either our Jersey Bug Scrubber or even back in the day, Matt and I used Power Clean a ton. Uh, to dissolve and break down those bugs. Goes a long way. Um, <laughs> before you do a standard wash, just yeah, any pre pre cleaner or citrus degreaser, any of that kind of stuff, and then the specific bug removers like Bug Off and um, the bug remover from G Technic and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can use those as well. I just make sure you're not doing it in direct sunlight with those bug removers because they are very strong. Yeah, and don't like heat. Anything so. you guys would like to add? Pretty much that. Um, <laughs> dedicated bug removers is my go-to. And you know. that's, you know, if uh, if you just have a wax on there, you're going to have to re-wax. But most yeah. of your coatings are going to be able to handle it. Most yeah. of your, you know. Yeah, the bug yeah. remover, let it dwell for a minute. Just make sure the paint yes. is nice and cool. Dwell. Mm. Key thing. So many people just spray it on. and they're like, Direct sunlight. It didn't work. Like yeah. 90 degrees. Let it dwell. Let it eat. That's what it's got to do. Yeah. Dino Gravik saying, uh, Franco, I can't do that because in Austria, the water is horrible. Even when I go to self-serve car wash and rinse a car with spot-free water, it leaves a few spots. Yeah. It's a bummer. Han saying, did Tony become a mutant with a laser eye? I thought Dane had some surgery and not Tony. Uh-huh. I was just Very doing funny. a little Terminator homage. Yeah. I saw him holding the two heat guns, and I was like, all right. And then Ron <laughs> saying, hello, hello, hello from marvelous Marlboro, Massachusetts. Hey, hey. Ron Iote. What's up, buddy? <laughs> Uh, thank you again for coming out to the detailed image event at yes, uh, Saratoga Springs. Uh, and then he's saying, yo, Tyler. <laughs> and then uh, Kirby Thompson <laughs> saying, what time? Well, okay, time to come inside and listen to the TRC crew and the DPT guest, Tyler and Matt. Good guest today. And then Glenn Dennis. Yep. Good afternoon, gents. What's up, Glenn? Good again, good to, to see you. Thank you for coming to the to Detailer's Domain. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Hans, we got wardened. <laughs> In the housey <laughs> and some diamonds. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit of a <laughs> auto there you correct go. issue there. All right. Uh, and then uh, oh. Franco, Dino, well, could, could you shouldn't even do the water. was good and was hot that the paint popped out. There you go. Yeah. Super Auto <clears throat> saying, what's up, TRC and DP? Happy Thursday. What's up, man? Hey, hey. Rafael Rocha. What's up, TRC fam? Happy Friday Eve saying hello from all the way from Arizona. What's up, man? Well, welcome. Yo, Hurl saying yo, and Bearded Hunter saying what's up, happy birthday. Hey, Bearded. Or saying happy Thursday. <laughs> and then Franco saying uh, TBH, what's up? <laughs> and All right, everybody TBH just saying, saying hello, hey. hello, so hello, 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 hello to everybody. Page two. Man, more hellos. Belinsky <laughs> saying Joey, hello, friends. Welcome. Happy Thursday. What's up, Joey? Reach your size, gentlemen. Lakes County detailer saying hello from oh, Minnesota's welcome. Lakes County. What's Holy up to you? <laughs> Dino. Back to saying 38 oh. degrees Celsius, but my garage is under a metal roof, so the garage is <clears> about 42 <throat> degrees. That is hot. Oh. Then Franco, number one, Diamond Body 36, applied on my escape per instructions to the letter. I have a dead spot on the fender. I fixed the dead spots on my doors with APC 
water spot remover, and a proper foam wash. But you still have a dead spot on the fender. And then he says, did the same process on the fender, but still dead. Coating is only 30 or six months old. Hmm. Uh, for that, I would honestly try to recoat that spot on the fender. You yeah. could have missed that spot, and you're just seeing a dead spot. Yeah. If the door came back with that combo. Uh, re- rejuvenation combo, then you should be seeing the same on that. Yeah. And it could be okay. as simple as just, like, not enough product or too much product in that area when you were applying it or not enough dwell time, not enough wait time on it. Um, there's a lot of stuff. A lot so, of factors. So just recoat. Yep. And uh, Belinsky saying thanks for the love, y'all. Glad to be here with you. Thanks, man. And D-Man Force Four. Hey everyone, I recently put all the detailing knowledge and products you have to work, and I washed some family members' cars. I use PNS Defender. How will that stand up to a gas station car wash? Depends on the gas station car wash. <laughs> it really does. Some are pretty nasty. Some are very, <laughs> uh, very high <clears throat> acids. Some are very high alkalis. It really just depends on what chemicals they're using and and how they built the wash um but i will say that it will hold up a little bit but i usually say that whatever you put on a surface of a vehicle that timeline on it and then you run it through a car wash just know that you're pretty much going to have the timeline of that product some are more than others some last longer some don't um it just depends Left to normal elements, they won't age that quickly. But when you put in a car wash, you're changing yeah. the environment. Well, like so. that's one, one thing Auto Wash like really prides themselves on is they try to stay as close to pH neutral as possible on their washes so that they're not using acids. They're not using high alkalis. They're able to keep in that range to protect your uh, protection because they actually care about that kind of stuff. So it really does depend on the also the car wash itself. What I'm hearing is they don't cut corners. <laughs> they try not to. Yeah, you got the chemicals and then the maintenance, even the touchless ones. People don't realize the maintenance that goes into a touchless wash yeah. really will impact how it's cleaning and taking care of your car yeah. um, on top of it. So if, if you got to go to a gas station car wash, make sure it's one that looks like it's being maintained right. You don't see, yeah. you know, trash cans that are just crazy <laughs> over full and you know, those are all things that you want to make sure you're watching out well, for. The car wash the, is clean. Right. Yeah. yeah is the like, car wash clean? You've got to realize nice. you're, use, you're <laughs> like, using recycled water. They have to use, they have to use the recycled water. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. No, that's good. And then I got Joey here. My car has been caked in a sticky film for the last three weeks of not being able to wash it. Can't wait to see Diamond Body 36 shed the nastiness with a nice wash soon. Yeah. There you go, Joey. Get a video. Yeah, do we, that. We, do everyone, always, everyone always sends us these comments. We have uh, a lot of pro installers that are getting their maintenance vehicles back from their customers, and they'll tell us these things like, oh, diamond wheel this, diamond wheel that, and uh, uh, get a video of it. Like, that's the thing is if you've got a really nasty uh, car, get a video of it, post it up on the Rag Company's group and uh and let us see it because everyone tells us about it and how crazy it is but we never get, to, never see. get to see we right? just get to yeah. hear yeah. about it <laughs> no so some yeah, examples video and share it <laughs> share it joey Please share and if you don't know where the it's facebook it's the rag company discussion group just look it up you'll find it right there um all right we got hans Gray FTWs, how do i get those are they international <laughs> shippable i'm sure they are hans go to obsess garage's website yeah it's on their site uh glenn just finished a detail on a 2016 Touareg, which is a full wrap. I hit it with Uno Advanced with a foam pad. What's your opinions on buffing a wrapped car? I do it all the time, Glenn. 
Yeah, he's done it a lot. I do it all the time. I know so. you for sure did a bunch, right? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> most wraps nowadays can be lightly polished without harming them. Uh, back in the day, you couldn't. They weren't <laughs> as made as <laughs> nice. So, yeah. yeah. Nowadays, on many of the manufacturers, a lot of them have a over laminate that sits on top. That's part of the film now, and sometimes that laminate is thicker than clear coat, and that's the crazy thing. So, um, like the Avery Dennison. Uh, series that has a very thick laminate on top enough that i was able to fully compound and polish after going and getting the uh classic idaho pinstripes mm -hmm. on the side of my truck and i couldn't believe it and, and then we heated it up a little bit and it, like yeah flattened out leveled out it's crazy it's crazy but um the fact that it's like almost five years old five-year-old vinyl that's been coated and taken care of there's a lot you can do with it still and I just be careful because you can if you get too much heat into it, you can burn through it or you can change it or you can discolor it or any of that kind of stuff. So I, I was going to say it's not necessarily the case here because it is a few years old, but uh, on more recent wraps, that kind of stuff, it's not uncommon to find wraps being followed up with some kind of coating or protect protection on top as well. Especially you nowadays. Know? Yeah. I mean, you guys offer the PPF and wrap coating. There's those other places that do. But it's just it's something that I think is kind of a good responsible choice. If you get a car wrapped, you should be putting that on top just for that extra bit of security oh definitely well we're hosting training classes here for a number of the different for avery and 3m and both classes that i've been into sitting in are now showing what to create as an upsell to these wrap installers yeah whether it's something like diamond quick body <clears throat> as just a quick spray on wipe off or to the effect of even like what you guys saw at TRSEMA, the new Triple S, mm -hmm. which is uh, Justin Pate's product uh, that's made by PNS. It's another product that you can put on the surface to sell to the customer that is getting them a level just of protection. Yeah. One more thing. Just, just one like more thing that. to sell. So, Touching it with the right thing, too. Yep. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. So a lot of people are starting to, to have that. So uh, I think they're going to last a lot longer, and we're going to see a lot more of that. Ron saying using a gas station car wash is like eating gas station sushi. Don't do it. Just don't do it. And then Mikey G, the Guzman, showing up hey. saying, hey, guys, for Matt and Tyler, what's your favorite product in the entire Diamond Protect lineup and why? Dealer's choice. Uh, well, for me personally, like I love the whole lineup. I love my paint coatings, but I love glass coating. Mm. And a good glass coating is rather hard to apply, hard to diminish, or you don't get good characteristics. Yeah. Our glass coating bonds to your glass, gives you great characteristics, and actually becomes one with the glass surface. So it's much harder to even polish off your window. Right. So I love the glass coating. All right. My, I'm going to start with my, uh, my corporate answer here. So my corporate answer here is I love body prep and glass prep, because if you want the right results, you need to use a prep product that has nano diamonds in it, right? So that's like my corporate answer. <clears throat> glass is my go-to. Um, some of my results I posted up mm -hmm. in the, uh, the Rag Company's Facebook group uh, throughout the winter. So living out in New England, I actually was telling my Uber driver this morning <laughs> as I was coming here from the airport. Um, you know, I put diamond glass on my windshield in November and this entire winter, both Mandy and myself didn't ever have to use an ice scraper. Oh, and I've nice. ne like, never have I been sold on something so much in my life. Um, you know, as, as that, like you just, you go out and the frost was suspended. Uh, but really for me, you know, the preps are huge. You got to use the right products, uh, to get the right results. 
Um, since you hit glass, I've got to hit body, right? So we have all, all the way up to 10 year coatings. And I just, I love the, the ease of application, the way body lays down, the slick feel that you get out of it. The fact that if you were running a shop, so like I started as a mobile guy and body to me, if, if we had something like that back then, like I would have just, yeah. I would have gone with it. Why? Because you could have had a tent. It could have been a rainy day. You could have been working under a tent. You still could have diamond bodied a vehicle. And, you know, once you've wiped it down and leveled it all out, you're instantly ready for the weather. You're not ready for, you know, gas station car washes right away. You got to wait seven <laughs> yeah. to 14 days for a gas station car wash. But, uh, you know, the fact that you can detail with that and hit the road is I did it in the middle of a farm at a in, a, in Italy. <laughs> yeah, I that's had a right. body on a renegade and it it was easy, but it was one of those the reason we did that video was for that reason. If you're a mobile guy or you're, you know, you're a home hobbyist and you you at an apartment complex and you're literally under your carport and you've washed the car or you've rinsed it off and you've got it as prepped as you can, you can <clears> still can install a coating. There was oh, dust yeah. and not have any and hay flying at that place too. <laughs> so just just to stress, the the environments were far from ideal, and yet it worked out great. Yeah, it on that little guy, it cures quick enough that you can be in a less <clears throat> desirable environment. So if you were to take, you know, if you were to take that same environment and try to put like Pro sixty or Pro one twenty right. on, you're just asking for contaminants to get into the coating because of how long it takes them to flash. Where body, it's just such it's a, a nice quick flash, quick flash. So that and it's still. You can still manipulate it once it's flashed and everything, so it's not like you get instant high spots all over the place. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it just is a it's a money maker product to me, and it, it gives you that high gloss. And you know, we're st we're still car guys. You don't want to think to yourself, "Hey, I can't touch my car as much as I love yeah. to." Um, so when you start putting on longer coatings, you you limit what you get to do as in, in that therapeutic cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Okay, Ron a yacht here. Levi, I did that uh, Uno Advance and Defender combo on a Scarlet Ember 2019 Nissan Rogue. What an awesome shine for a one-step. Yeah, dude, it's ridiculous. <clears throat> it's like I said, it's pretty much the Protec bead diamond or the the uh, Uno Protect bead maker combo, just on steroids with Advanced and Defender mm -hmm. combo. It they work together so well. It's not even funny. It's so. nice. Uh, Franco says, Ron Ayote, no joke. I once saw a woman at a truck stop crack open a sushi plate and run it under both the chili cheese oh, dispensers oh for the nachos. No. I lost all faith in humanity that day. As I one can should. see that, Frank. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Carson, Carson saying, what's up, guys? Hey, hey Carson. <laughs> Jeff C., question for Matt and wow. Tyler. What are your preferred maintenance wash products and processes for Diamond Protect coatings? Do you have a dry aid suggestion that works best for the coatings? All right, feel free, guys. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I am, uh, so a lot of my background comes from, um, you know, bulk chemical <coughs> side. So for me, the big thing is, depending on the environment that you're in, using a proper uh, mineral spot remover or water spot remover of any variety. Uh, our coatings are, are very durable. We're not scared of a, an acidic water spot remover. So if you're somewhere that you have a lot of mineral deposits, uh, go ahead, break that out, clean it up. Uh, with a mineral spot remover, water spot remover. Uh, and then on the flip side, if you're someone that you tailgate a lot and you've got transmission fluid, brake fluid, whatever else all gunked up, you know, uh, degreasers are designed for that. So you're going on the complete opposite spectrum. Um, but hitting, a, hitting it with a, a degreaser is A-OK -okay as long as you're not in direct sunlight. Uh, so those are my 
preferred decontamination or, or kind of maintenance wash processes there. If it's real dirty, we were talking to the gentleman earlier that said he's he's had three weeks since he's got to wash his car. Mm-hmm. And you, you want to kind of step it up if you've got that dirty situation. I mean, um, and I talked about my truck earlier, 200,000 miles. I have a 2020 um, Kia that we got in 2021. So it's two years old, two years old, uh, actually at the end of this month. And that's cracking over 70,000 miles, I think 79,000 miles. Man, so you're just cranking them. I, yeah, I drive, <laughs> I drive every now and then. And uh, <laughs> so, <bad. laughs> so be, on the every. <laughs> so ma- <laughs> uh, maintenance to me is a little bit more, you know, a little bit more dirty just because because of the windshield time. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean you can't go to an O&R or <clears> an Absolute, something along those lines for your, you know, someone that does it a lot more frequently. But, you know, between between my windshield time and then having four kids, uh, cleaning my car is, is an every now and then thing kind of mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, it kind of just depends on how much you use your car, how dirty it is. Um, you're always safe with a good shall we say coating safe, all-purpose cleaner. Um, anything that you can dilute down even if you feel like it's too strong, dilute it down, it's gonna still do what you want it to do. But a nice APC um, foam or pregrance before the wash process, you will knock a lot of that dirt and grime off there and then your wash process will essentially take care of the rest of it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, for a drying aid, um, I'm not a big drying aid person myself. I like to just use a air blaster and Blast it all off there. there you go. Let it dry. Okay. So simple enough. Then I've got Hans here saying, I just hop in the German freeway and hit 155 of the Speedo for a while, and oh my goodness, what is happening <laughs> over here? The car will dry in a few miles. Okay, thanks, Hans. That's great. I really have no clue what that was, but all right, moving along here. We've uh, got... All will be revealed come 4th of July. <laughs> oh no, that's what that's for. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, oh, uh, dear. Be great. Okay. So, uh, D-Man, uh, D-Man Force saying, Ron, I know, but that uh, they're not that concerned with their car. I did it because I have most of everything thanks to the rag company. Thank nice. you, D-Man. Scott saying, hey, guys, usually it has been an unusually rainy day, rainy here in Colorado. Washing my coated car seems futile mm. when it storms almost every afternoon. Am I just wasting my time or should I keep up on maintenance washes? Um... Ah, Scott, this is a, as much as I love to tell you to wash your car all the time, if it's coated, you don't have to. Well, and I'm of the uh, statement that like, and I know Matt, you're you're pretty much along that same line. We don't wash our coated cars that much because of the fact that they're coated. And we get busy. Yeah, but, yeah. we get busy, but life, life, stuff life happens. happens. But the whole reason for coating is to be that sacrificial layer for your clear mm-hmm. coat. The coating is supposed to protect it for those reasons when you can't clean the surface. You can't wash the surface. It's there for a reason. It takes the hit so that your clear does it. So yeah. the hard part is there are a lot of folks that go, oh, man, I'm not taking care of my coating. You don't technically should take care of your coating. <laughs> That's its job. It's doing its job, which is protecting your car from those rainstorms, from the amount of dirt and grime and stuff that you're seeing. So when you do do your maintenance wash, when you have the time to do it, your finish should be protected. And the things that are on the surface shouldn't have a hard time coming off. You were with me at uh, Long Island Detail Supply. Mm -hmm. And Michael, our yeah. CEO, right? So another person, father, very busy. Uh, his wife has a business. He has businesses. 
Michael hadn't washed his vehicle that had um, Pro 120 on it. Yeah. We foamed it. The majority, what do we foam that we with? We foamed it with uh, active foam, which mm-hmm. is a pH of eight and a half, nine. Yeah. That was it. Probably 80% of that vehicle, no physical agitation, just foaming, came back. Yeah. Wow. There was 20%, maybe less than it 20%. Needed to be, it needed to have a con- proper contact wash with a, with a wash mitt and some soap. That normal, was it. Normal, yeah. normal stuff. We went up to, uh, while you were on the other side of the car, I went up to one of the, the pillars and just ran my finger in a Z-shape. And everywhere that my not proper car wash technique, <laughs> I know. Go ahead, like, but, but the just, car hadn't been washed right. in You're like three years. Just three rained. Years. He's yeah. like, oh, it rains. No, he literally has not washed it for three years. <laughs> so, um, and really, his son hasn't washed it in three years. Yeah, but <laughs> just a little Z shape, and you could see everywhere that my finger contacted. Yeah, and you grabbed a towel, stuck it in a bucket of soapy water, and just. Washed yes. one panel just with a, a microfiber towel. Yeah, and then I came back over and rinsed it, and it was At all returned, brand new. You know, there was some light marring and some other stuff from three years of life, but the hydrophobics of the coating were immediate. Yeah, and apparent right off the bat, and it was like sweet. That's what you want from that type of coating. Oh yeah, we're yeah. not saying to always do that because like I still want to sell soaps. And I still want to sell cleaners. <laughs> still want you to buy that stuff. But I'm just saying, we gotta. You gotta remember why you got the coating in the first place. Yeah, that's what it's for: is to add that layer of protection. So. Too, many, too many people get obsessed with layering layers upon layers upon layers, and they get lost in the sauce on that. But you know, if that's your thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Super Auto saying, uh, "Where's Jamie the Cleaner, ah. the Destroyer, and Resurrector <laughs> of Diamond Project?" <laughs> and. Uh, D-Man saying, get that tax right off, lol. Um, the Meridian Marmot. Can you layer Diamond Body on top of Diamond Body 36? I've heard some people say that Diamond Body is slicker and has better water behavior than Diamond Body 36. Slicker, yes. Uh, water behavior, I can't. They look uh, they look the same. They look very similar on water behavior. Yeah. Uh, there's a little bit better gloss. It gives you a little bit more of that that wet look as you move into 36 and you know into that pro line they end up getting into a more uh, glossy ke- candy they, gloss yeah it gets into a candy gloss uh ke- chemically you're actually moving into a, a sheet of glass yeah. the, a nano sheet of glass being put on the vehicle where body stays a lot more of that that just rich color that warming color to it which is nice um can you layer it i'm gonna kind of go over to you Are the problem with nano diamonds for me, right? And you can even notice it is if you ever come to a training class that I do is I will layer body on top of body because of the way that it, it sheets. And we'll do, we'll do a video of that tomorrow too, because we'll already have it done. Yeah. But that first layer of body goes down and a lot of it gets absorbed in and you get these little droplets, these little beads on the surface. And as soon as you go into that second layer, you notice there's so much more droplets staying on the top where that bottom yeah. layer is rejecting it. Yeah. Um, you know, so I guess my question, I would kind of bounce that one off to you because there, there are separate chemistries there, yeah. uh, but I, I personally haven't layered them that way. You're not going to see a lot of added characteristics from layering them can you layer body on top of body 36 technically yes you can layer it are you going to see anything um, you're going to just get the shine um, 
the gloss from the diamond body being layered on top of that. Um, it's not like you're just going to see now uh, three year plus 18 months. It's not going to add to the durability of mm -hmm. it. Yeah. You're putting a different coating on top of the diamond body 36. So you are stepping back in product. Now, two layers of 36 though, you can definitely tell a difference of two layers of 36 versus one layer of 36. There, You're filling in those holes that we kind of talked about mm -hmm. a little bit earlier. Uh, it, it does give you a depth added to that. It's noticeable. Um, it's, it's definitely noticeable. I've talked to a lot of installers that are like, oh yeah, I thought the second layer wasn't needed and now it's, it's, it's there and I get why we're doing it. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, I'm always a fan, and I and this is something that I you know I feel like I learned from Dan Williams, from who works for uh, Owners Pride previously when he was Optimum. Um, if you don't feel like using a set, doing that second layer, I recommend doing the second layer in the high traffic areas. Mm. So the front of your car, the very back of your car, the lowers, you know, the spots that are going to get the most amount of dirt. Heck, you could even do the top of the roof where most people don't always clean. Yeah. So um, those are the spaces that you could reuse the product and do a second later because you're going to benefit and your car right. is going to benefit from that because of that part. Now, obviously, you could do the whole car a second time and you are going to get that. And I've stated that many, many times that I recommend two coats of all that stuff. But one coat will suffice. And if you do have some product left over, even if you just throw it on the front and the back, it's going to do it's going to save you that much more and out of curiosity because i i'm sure everybody has their preference but you guys would know best what what are the time frames for like the shortest period of time before you can add a second coat and how long you could go before you add that second coat what's the range so in a scientific standpoint you are your window is between 45 minutes and an hour that you really want to put on your second coat okay after that hour uh, you can start to see Usually not right off, but you can start to see rejection of that. So there's some layer. issues. Okay. Yep. So that and 45 minutes to an hour <clears throat> is the scientific sweet spot. Okay. So if you go before 45, is there still a chance it'll work or are you kind of just tempting fate too much? You're tempting fate. You're essentially, the product is still going to be there, but it's kind of like the sacrificial, um, leaving a high spot oh, okay. and putting some more on there. You want it to hit that cure time to make sure that there's no product being removed with that second layer. It's like painting a wall. So, and you go to do that second coat and the coats, the first coat's not dry and you start going and you're like, what the, and it's almost like yeah. if you're painting white over this brown and mm -hmm. you do that first coat, but you don't let it dry and you go right. back over, that brown's still gonna show through and yeah. you're not gonna, it's gonna be like almost pulling the old paint off mm -hmm. or that first coat off and revealing the old paint underneath. Same thing with that. And that's why Getting I was asking early. for the range because I, I'm not just asking for myself. I know there's people out there who are going to be wondering, like, how soon can I do it? But I think a lot of people, only once it's too late, start going, how long was too long? So I wanted yeah. to get that range just for anybody listening so that they really have an idea oh, good of what question, you're looking at. Dane. But anyway, yeah, Tyler. Yeah, and that, that window, I mean, the reason that window's there is, is you go below that window and exactly like Levi's saying, you're starting to yeah. remove off that first layer. That first layer wasn't able to bond. And you're erasing the work you to, just did. Right. <laughs> and then you've got the opposite side of it where you get too long <clears throat> and now that first layer begins rejecting the second layer that you're trying to put on. Because it's already working. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A, a yeah. good coating will reject itself. Right. I mean, that's why when you go into to some of our pro coatings, we have multiple, you know, base coats and and top coats because otherwise a, a good coating will reject itself. But it for that should. brief window yeah. in time, they play nice. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yep. Got it. 
All right, next up, I've got C.J. Burns saying, I have been commuting to Cincinnati from Rockford in a rental car. I put DPT Diamond Glass on the rental car, put. Uh, three months, 7,500 miles, countless bug and bird bombs, performs like day one. So, yeah, you got a fan of glass there for sure. Here, Here we you. go. 7,500 <laughs> miles, you drive like I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's an afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Hans closing saying, Ronnie Oat, Mexico's a bit far for me. Plus, my car can't drive over water. And I've been in Mexico. Those speed bumps I've seen there will rip off your front bumper. <laughs> uh, CJ Burns saying, I do not want to drive a car without a window coating. Yeah, no, that's like. <sighs> you know I, this real fast. I remember I re- <laughs> like I, there was one year I replaced the front windshield on my little Elantra like twice. And I remember I had coated the first windshield that I had, and I ran that for like 10 years. And then I, uh, or that windshield was 10 years old and was coated. Then it broke. Then I put a new windshield in it. Coated, I drove it the first day and it was raining. And I was like, oh my gosh, I hate this. <laughs> and, and I was so mad that I was like, I did, should have left the shop and I should have put even just some wax on it or something to get me by. And I remember coming in the next day, coating the glass and going like, all right. And then I got a rock chip. And that that chip exploded. And I was like, dang it, that window was like three months old. And drove it with that for another year and a half and then decided to buy a new windshield. Same thing. Dumping rain that day. (laughs) And I'm driving it home and I'm like, oh, didn't coat this this brand new windshield. It's horrible. It's an awful. There's no water repellency. Nothing. It was horrible. And so now to this day, it's like the moment I've gotten a car, that's the very first thing I do. And that was the first thing when I bought this latest car for the family. That day I got it home, I pulled it into the garage, and I had diamond glass prep. And I went over there, and I just started spraying and scrubbing and cleaning the glass and getting it ready to go. Pulled out some diamond glass and coated the windshield. I thought, felt the car, and it was covered in overspray and contaminant. And I was like, yeah, at least the windshield's done. I I can sleep at night. Yeah. If you're not sure about coatings, put a glass coat on your windshield and you will see the night and day yeah. difference. It's it's the uh, entry level of yeah. It's inexpensive compared to other methods. Yeah, you get of to coding. see what a coating is going to do, and it's out of your you know view. It's in your view, so you will notice it. Yeah. Well, and Jeff Hennon famously, like I coated your dad's truck with yeah. uh, DPT one twenty, the the very first version of it. Um, I coated his Denali in it, and then I did his glass in diamond glass, and. He was always like, eh, it's good. Yeah, I, He doesn't ever wash his car, so he's like, he lets us wash it. So he's like, hope it's, hope it's working, hope it's going great. And then one day he drove home from a call mm-hmm. in a rainstorm. Yep. And he started taking videos of it <laughs> while he was driving down the mountain. That's a windy road to go so He's down. driving down the mountain, he's taking, taking videos. videos. I don't know, man. And he calls me, and he's like, is this the diamond glass on here? <laughs> he's just figuring and it out. And I said, yeah. And he's like, holy cow, this is amazing. <laughs> he's like, I had, haven't had to turn on my wipers. Like, I can see. He's like, this is, I've never experienced anything like this in my life. And I said, <clears throat> cool, yeah. good. And he's like, this is awesome. And then that, like, as soon as he got home, he sent all the videos that he had made to oh, Anthony yeah. and I. And he was like, I am, oh, my gosh, you guys, if it's. The product's this good. I'm I'm sold. He was so excited, but it was he had that. That was the first time he actually got to see a coating in action. It just yeah. feels like a, basically a, a prerequisite if you live anywhere that gets regular rain. Mm-hmm. I realize here in Idaho we're a little dry, but 
when we visit other places, some of the storms we've driven through, it's like, oh my God, I wouldn't want to live here. And we have a rental car, almost always horrible, you know, windshield wipers that clearly need to be replaced. There's everything smearing. Having seen what a glass coating could do, it would have solved so many problems, so mm-hmm. many problems. But yeah, if you, you almost want to bring like some kajus in a rental yes, car, I was like, before you get started, you know what? I'm gonna just pack one of those. It's a small yes. enough bottle. It yeah. fits in luggage. I'm like, Easy. You know take, what? Take ten you, minutes oh out, my the, yeah. out in the parking lot before you get in the car, or maybe you stop cake. at a gas station. Yeah, I'll do it right in the Hertz parking yeah. garage. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Just don't worry. Don't mind me. Yeah. It takes 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, depending on the humidity. Yeah. Yeah. Boom, much, done. Yeah, and you don't Much have to worry. easier now, too, because in the past, class coatings were <laughs> like a multi-step idea. procedure and it's all this stuff. Now, yeah, you can get out there with just one bottle. Done. But, uh, yeah, you have no excuse these days. There you go. So... Ron saying it's just an expression. Uh, I'm jealous that you can drive at that speed. Anything over? Oh, they're talking about driving yeah. oh, in Germany. Sure they're, they're talking uh, about getting the water spots off yeah. your car by driving fast. John enough. Hill saying love DPT <laughs> interior and leather. After washing the outside, I just use a microfiber in my wash bucket and do a quick wipe down, and the interior looks new within minutes. That's right. That's yeah. what it's for, especially when you've got those lovely kids back there in the picture destroying the interior. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It's not destroyed. It's protected. It's protected That's because right. they can do their <laughs> it's garnish not because to break it. It's protected. Yeah. Uh, Vincent Alessio saying, I'm looking to do a maintenance wash on a customer's car. I coated with Diamond Body 36 and I have Defender available. Should I use it to layer? Mm. Um, so I would just say you can use Diamond Body 36, like that you have coated already on the car. Uh, you can use Defender if you want to. There it'll, isn't it'll a need. I will tell you that you will wash that car with Diamond Body 36, and if you wash it properly, you shouldn't have any issues, and you may not need to use Defender at all. So, so yeah, I I personally haven't. I have a bottle of Defender at home that I just got in because I do want to do. I do want to use it, right? Yeah. So the only uh, struggle sometimes the the hurdle that you have putting Nano Diamonds on your car is. Sometimes it doesn't play well with certain SiO2s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know there are some ceramic sealants that it rejects like instantly. It almost looks like you spray it with the sealant and it comes off like a drying agent. Yeah. I don't know if Defender is one of those yet. I just I have to play with it to have that answer. Just realize that your so you had your you had your base coat, your clear coat, then you put on your Diamond Protect, your your uh, DB36. If you add Defender on top of that, you're going to get all of your hydrophobic results and your gloss results from the Defender, and you're going to be covering up and masking the results of the 36. Yeah. Um, so that's the only thing is is it's okay if that's what you want to do. Just realize that you're now taking that uh, that hydrophobic properties away for that customer until the Defender wears away. Right. You're essentially masking it. So, yeah. yeah, and it's still there. It's just underneath, and sometimes you might need to do a, a heavy decontamination wash to remove the Defender if the customer's not happy with the results. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's kind of a personal pet peeve of mine, just looking online when I see some people complaining that a coating they got put on there isn't behaving right, and then you find out later on that they put some other kind of like SIO2 yeah, spray that's or something the other, over it, well, that's the and other they're thing. mad at the coating. It's like, well, hold on. There's something in between you washing and that coating. It's what you put on it to protect it last well, time over yeah, the coating. Most people don't and it's realize. it's like they just have goldfish they, memory and they forgot They don't realize they the chemistry between those two. And not every product will work yeah. on so, that surface. I'm just so, saying don't always blame the coating. Best thing you can, <laughs> the best thing and the rule of thumb is to get the uh, <coughs> maintenance product designed for that coating. 
And if they, if your customer has diamond body put on their car, get quick body. If they've got legend or inspiration on their car or soul, get defender. Like if they've got G Technic product coatings on their car, get CTV3. Like keeping it in you, the family. You're going to have less issues if you keep them within the family than yeah. pick, mixing and choosing and popping and, you know, picking different stuff because they're designed to do those. They're designed to fix that job and they're designed to keep the same contact angle as the coating that they are putting on top of. We're not saying you can't do yeah. that. It's just. Don't expect perfection if you yeah. choose to mix and match and play. Flak Pyro. Power <laughs> Clean has so many uses. And then uh, Hans saying, I know Germans are crazy, but if you crash at those speeds, they will rip you to shreds on all fronts. Huh. Visceral. <laughs> uh, further detail says, so when DPT coatings eventually reach the end of their useful life, what process do you recommend to prepare the vehicle hmm. for a fresh DPT coating? Gentlemen. Well, I mean, to prep any surface fully for a coating, you're best off with a light polish. Um, that's going to pull off any, uh, say, dead coating or any contaminants that the coating might have built up in its lifetime. Um, so you're always best off with a, a light polish uh, to refresh that. If you're putting a DPT coating on top of a DPT coating and you don't want to do a polish, the uh, prep wipe and a reapplication should work just fine. Yep. Okay. There you go. Cool. $10. Jay's oh, right. hey, Car you. Channel. Happy Friday Eve, bros. What's up, dude? Thank He's you. making sure the button works. That's Appreciate right. Appreciate you, can you send dropping that super, that super chat since Dane turned the button back on. Turned on the button. Uh, Franco <laughs> saying, I just washed my car and used Defender. It was great. And my car was coated into Diamond Body 36. There you go. There yep. we go. Dino There's saying, wait, we have ads now? Yeah, because okay, so Dane turned it on because of the Super Chats. When I turned on the Super Chats, it also activated YouTube doing the ads. So apologies in advance if you don't have YouTube Premium or Red or whatever they got going on. It's just... That's that's hard to get super so, chats. Sorry, and it seems like it's tailored towards individuals, so everybody's having a different experience. So, apologies. We hope you enjoy front. yours. Dino. <laughs> yeah, or if <laughs> you have premium, Austria. you didn't notice. So just yeah, yeah. just say. I don't know what Austrian ads they're playing for you. Yeah, who knows? Uh, Randy Roche, uh, sure. Randy Ricochet saying, "Hey, hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Great to catch a live show again. What's up, man? Hey, hey, glad to have you here." Franco saying, "Thanks, guys. I actually still have a bit of Diamond Body Thirty Six left, and it still looks good in the box." Bottle, a good wash and prep, or do the whole nine yards and repolish? Hmm. Um, you could probably just prep it, wash it, prep it, put it on. Yeah. Should Any notes, or that's it. As yeah, long as you don't have good, any damage. The big thing is is decontamination. You don't want to coat over contamination. Right. So as long as your prep, you know, removes anything from there. Uh, if a polish isn't needed, great. If you can get away with a, a mechanical decontamination or a chemical one. Be good to go from there. Okay, there you go. D Man Force Four saying thanks for the info, and Franco saying that redo to redo that spot. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, now it's a mystery what page I'm going to go to. We have stuff from as soon as 32 minutes ago. If I have page three, that's a while back. Okay, we are on. Wow, we're on page one. Look there at that. Okay, keep those questions coming, guys. This has been a great show. We have a lot of stuff coming through and we really appreciate it mm -hmm. and actually we need an auto wash in minnesota i agree i think an auto wash anywhere would be a good thing but go. at this point we are at the halfway point in the show which means 
We're kind of chilling for a second here. We're going to take a little bit of an ad break of our own, but hey, it's our ad, so don't worry. It's not something Google <laughs> yeah. put in there. That's just us. It's for TRC and friends of TRC. And uh, we're going to go take a little water break, so don't go too far, but grab your snacks, and we'll meet you back with more questions right after these. And welcome back to the second half Q&A Thursday, where we are having very interesting and in-depth conversations mm -hmm. involving coatings, detailing products, cars, you name it. We got it all covered here. These guys have been great. So once again, we are joined in the studio by Diamond Pro Tech Zone, Matt and Tyler, and we are good to go. Yes, so, some uh, questions, yeah. and uh, this is the fun half. I will say you guys are probably wondering where Anthony is. Sure. Now, if you just tuned in, Anthony is... Preparing his body. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go again. <laughs> for Honda days. Happy Honda days. And for those of you that are wondering why he had to take two days off to prepare his body, well, he's got a couple cars that he wanted to work on. Right. Get them ready as well. Yeah. But then, a, then he's got to follow around all day Anthony and yeah. take pictures and videos or something of him. So he's got another job, basically, that he has to do. Uh, a little that he's busy. Apparently not getting paid for, so very strange. Very I strange mean, he's doing occurrence. a pro bono. That's Something just the like, kind of guy he is. You like know? a friend kind of thing, yeah. you know? So Friends anyway, we wish him luck. We wish him well on his uh, car <laughs> show prep Yes. for his multiple Hondas. Now, before we get into the questions, I'm going to ask you all, right now, all those who are looking, please click that like button and make sure you're subscribed to this channel. Helps us out. Helps you out by helping us out. So... That's all I'm going to say on that front. Yep. i got to do it at the middle of the show. There you go. Just and for those it. local, it's Honda Days. Larry Miller, yes. Honda, Saturday morning. <laughs> We're not sponsored by Check them it or out. anything. It's, it's just a local yeah, thing. It's just something Anthony's <laughs> doing over there. I don't know. So, anyway, uh, Tom Chicago. Yeah. Tommy Chicago saying, happy Friday Eve and welcome Diamond Pro Tech. Tommy, also thank you for coming to the Detailers Domain event Uh last month yeah i have diamond body 36 applied to my 2016 wrx and it looks amazing i remember i saw it in the parking lot mm -hmm. thank you for such an incredible product oh well, thank you for using it and then glenn dennis saying i've done several wrapped cars thanks for the feedback buff very lightly kept the heat to a minimum good mm -hmm. work glenn excellent and then franco saying texas pinstripes are from mesquite brushes and trees <laughs> idaho pinstripes are from potato plants uh <laughs> we have <yes>. trees too <laughs> Also trees. The city of potatoes. Yeah, we are the city of <laughs> trees. And the then, city uh, of Vasilis K saying, hey guys, four weeks after applying Dom Body 36, I gave my vehicle its first thorough wash. I have to say, I was not impressed with the hydrophobics of the coating. But... Two weeks later, though, I washed it again, and the only difference being using a different pre-foam, and the hydrophobics were jaw-dropping. Any additional thoughts on what could have occurred? What happened, guys? Well, it kind of sounds like you got some contamination on there within the first couple of weeks. And then uh, looks like using that different pre-foam um, is what it needed to pull it off there. Yeah. We've noticed that, uh, like what I've said is Dime Body 36 gets a little sticky. Mm. It gets a little grabby. It likes to hold on to stuff. And so one thing we've been talking about is it needs a, that, uh, that higher pH or that more agitation to remove those contaminants from the surface. It sounds... Uh 
as soon as they went into that second wash, it reminded me of your comment on Jamie's post. And we talked about Jamie earlier a little mm -hmm. bit. And uh, Jamie made a video, some areas he wasn't happy with. Uh, and you had commented, hey, wash it again. Yeah, and it's he's still dirty. Okay, I'm going to wash it again. He washed it 30 more times. <laughs> and each time he washed, like, it's more hydrophobic. It's more hydrophobic. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. And then we ended up having a whole call on it. And he also changed that that pre-wash yeah. up on it. Yeah. So it's uh, – I'd, I'd agree with you. It's grabby. Sometimes it holds on to what it's protecting your car yeah, from. Yeah, so one thing I will tell folks is if you don't have a um, – if you don't have a high pH soap in your lineup – one thing you can do is grab a product like Power Clean mm -hmm. from Optimum or Forced from Stearna Gloss. Both of those products are above a pH of 12, and you can dilute them. So you can run them at 4 to 1. You can put them in a foam cannon, and you can foam the surface of the vehicle with them. You can mix them in with your soaps to up the pH of that soap. So let's say even something as simple as like PNS Pearl, which is just a basic soap. You can mix... You can mix forced or you can mix some power clean in there as well. Add a couple, you know, 100, 200 milliliters in your foam cannon, and you will bump that pH up to about an 8 or a 9, and you can use that as a pre-cleaning foam on those types of coatings, and they will really like that more. A lot of people You can also use it straight or just out of this bottle. Yeah. A, a lot of people also don't realize that they're using a wash and wax or a wash and protect. And yeah. that's another big thing is when you start washing with a wash and wax, you're again, you're adding that extra sacrificial layer on top, mm -hmm. which is, it's not that the, the DB36 isn't under there. It's just covered up. It's covered up by an extra layer yeah. of protection uh, that you just got to get off. And sometimes that's what the pre-wash did on the next go around. Yeah. So, cause that wax is the behavior that you're seeing. After yeah. you go and you rinse it next time, it, it's a different animal. So, mm -hmm. yeah. My guy Kirby here saying, for Tyler or Matt, will Diamond Protect come out with a small kit for coating bicycles and motorcycles? Hmm. Well, <laughs> I'm very quiet over here. <laughs> <laughs> I, have that, so. I have that kit. <laughs> hmm. uh, we are testing. <clears throat> uh -huh. I will just say that. Okay. Martin Richard saying, hi, TRC. Hey, hey. And then uh, in focus saying if there are no beads in the diamond body bottle, would that not mix properly, though, even if shaken a lot? Mm. It will mix properly. It will. Um, it just needs a little bit more agitation. There were some bottles that got out of the warehouse without some beads in them. Um, it will still mix up, but uh, just need a little bit more agitation to yeah. it. Okay. I will say I've been to Iverdon, and I've watched – the people put the beads in the bottles and they literally it's it's the same person that is putting the beads in the bottle is also the person putting the bottle onto the conveyor that is then going through and yeah. so it is possible that at one point that person stopped to go to the bathroom and said hey make sure you take care of those bottles because there's only a few people in the lab at once there's less than six to eight people in that lab check out our video where we went our, to watch our video yeah. where we're in the lab it's cool um, but if that person went to go use the bathroom real quick and just sit, stopped and someone came up and didn't realize or didn't think about it and they're maybe you know they're working on a different 
equation or something, and they walk up and they're just like, oh, they said to put some bottles on there, and they just set the bottles on because it goes through the filler and the labeler all at once because it's a, it's a table about the size of this table. And if they're in another part of the lab working and, it, and that person just has to run to the bathroom, that's it's very easy and simple to go, oh, crap, you just ran a batch and we forgot to put the things in because by the time it comes out, they don't see it. It's a finished bottle, and they're just loading the boxes. So um, it happens. But, yeah, like Matt said, shake it up a little longer. Instead of 15 seconds, maybe 20, 30 seconds, you'll be fine. All right. Rick Smith, legitimate question. What is the purpose selling point of a seven to 10 year coating when most people don't keep a vehicle that long? False. <clears throat> I, I, I have the actual data and the average, at least in the US, for an individual to own a car is eight years. That, that is the current average. Now, granted that's gone up in recent years, but I think it's safe to say People are keeping their cars longer because everything's gotten more expensive in the last few years. So anything to add to that regarding his question about what's the point of these seven to ten year coatings? There's and uh, I, I do know mileage is something we've kind of talked about on mm. possibly adding to our our products because you'll notice as we were kind of joking about earlier as I drive every every now and then. Uh, there's a lot of people that drive every now and then. You know, mm -hmm. once upon a time. Uh, a, a 20 or I believe actually a 12,000 mile is what the insurance company would love for you to drive every sure. year. Yeah. Um, you know, 12,000 miles is something that I've put away in a month, a couple times, <laughs> a couple times. <laughs> and there's a lot of people that do that nowadays. So although something may be considered a 10 year coding, uh, it may not be 10 years for everybody. Yeah. Right? And that's because of the way it's driven. Yeah. You think of it, if you bought your truck brand new in 2014 and you put that 10 year coding on it, like you're at nine years now with 200,000 miles on the odometer. Right, but nine years should should be around 100,000 right. miles if yeah. I drove what you're supposed to drive. Right, but if yeah. you think of that, just that amount that you have used the vehicle, that coating could be either you've worn it off because of how many times it's been washed or cared for or whatever, because it's like, um, it is just that same thing with the oil changes. There are people that in your situation, you're literally getting an oil change on the way back from you left your house <laughs> for a weekend and you got the oil changed and on your way back, you're getting an oil change again because you're at that time where you need to do it because you're you, the, the motors ran through those cycles. Yeah. That durometer on there is of the, of the or the hourometer on the motor. Well, I, I was about to say, like on a commercial hours. equipment, you always yeah. have the engine hours, something like that. Yeah, that that feels like one of those things where, yeah, that could be a, a particular method. But if it's a car that sits maybe outside in the elements a lot more, yeah, it's a different story. There's like so many different ways this yeah. can play out. The key, it's is, hard to come up with a metric that everybody can understand that you could just it, say because someone's going to get in a technicality yeah. every yeah. time. So. But talk to your customer. Yeah. Find out. What do they want? How do they want to keep it? You know, like when your dad bought his car, his new car, was that 10 years ago? Yeah. Nine years ago. Yeah. 10 years. He was so proud of that thing. And we put Pro Plus on it. Yeah. At the time, it was a seven-year coating. But he kept that car immaculate. And he mm -hmm. kept it in such great shape. And he was really proud of it because it was the first real brand new car he'd ever bought. Yep. And he was so proud. And it was one of those things where it was like, all right, we're doing this. And then he bought his motorcycle and you coded that as well. But he ca he cares for it. And his goal was he wanted to keep it till he died, basically, right? Yep. Well, till he died. He's not dead. But, yeah. <laughs> but he wanted to keep it nice. And so it makes sense to go to a higher level coding. 
if he was like, oh, I, 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 my name's Dane Hennon. I change cars every three years. <laughs> we don't need to put the 10-year coating on Dane's flex because no. he's going to get rid of it in six weeks. I'm not the least bit so of He's going to find it's a car okay. to sell and buy another one. <laughs> and so, like, it's okay. Anyway, over under on Dane's flex still. We've taken bets on that. How long you actually keep really it really like now that, that he just thing. lowered it? So which is like the death knell. Now suddenly it means it's going to change. Yeah. The uh, the other big thing there is if we take you know so if we just take uh, the three families of mm-hmm. of body coatings that we have. So we've got diamond body, we've got thirty six, which is kind of like a hybrid a little bit, and then you've got sixty and one twenty. Well, sixty and one twenty is completely different chemistry. So although you look at it as a five-year or a 10-year coating, uh, they chemically do a completely different job in those three or four layers of coatings that get laid down to the surface of the vehicle. So they give you a much more um, depth of paint finish. They're getting more of a glass look finish to it, that caramel result to Mm -hmm. it versus that warm color that you would get out of like the body. So other manufacturers may have the same thing. It's not like they're they're taking the same chemistry and just, okay, we'll put this much pixie dust in it, and that's <laughs> 18 months. This much pixie dust is three years, and Which that is, much I'm pixie dust. I'm sure how dust. people imagine it so, works. Yeah, like, they, oh, come on, you're just, yeah. They're just completely different across the board in the chemistry as well. Yeah. There you go. Espen All saying, right. hi, Fra Norga. Hi, hi, Espen from Idaho. <laughs> Shooting some questions in if it's okay. Absolutely. What new product or machine do you think will come into detailing in the future? How is detailing different in the future? The classic question. Um, that's Wanted a good question. Into your crystal ball what else did he write on there? Let's uh, see real oh. quick. He's got two more. Uh, just got the diamond products in Norway. I've tried the glass coating. I like it a lot, but tried topping with Beadmaker today, and the Beadmaker turned hazy and a pain to remove. <laughs> yeah, don't put anything yeah. on the glass coating. <sighs> it no. does not need it. Mm-hmm. just needs to be cleaned. That's it. Uh, Espen says, if you compare O&R and PNS Absolute, what's your experience, pros and cons of both? Okay, Espen. So We've got a bunch. Um, what new product or machine do you think will come into detail in the future? That I have no idea. I will say everything has changed over the last 10 years so much. Detailing mm. is completely different. Matt and I remember I remember 15, well, not even, it's not even that long. What's old is new again? It's been 10 too. years, and we were watching uh, dry ice blasting. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, holy crap, this is revolutionary. Holy cow. Wish we could have one in our shop. And then seeing the costs, which were $100,000 at that time. <laughs> Stupid expensive. Yeah. For a dry ice machine. And now it's $10,000 and less to set that up into your own shop now. Um, there are still some hurdles that have to be accounted for. But, like your dry ice melting. But but that's already now much more accessible. We look at yeah. like Paul Dalton's first dry ice machine. It was the size of this table. <laughs> yeah. And now they're portable machines. Now so. they're portable. They're half the size of that fridge behind you. Crazy small. Like, yeah. Um, so pretty, pretty wild to see that change. Um, the advent of battery technology, I think. You know, we... It's getting better. It's getting better and better. Um, and then, like I said, the ease of install of products. So much easier than it used to be back in the day. Oh, yeah. Things are more user-friendly nowadays, for sure. For your yeah. professionals and your DIYers. Yeah, the lines are almost blurring. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when you're talking about 
tools and products, I mean, people might be thinking of, oh, you went from waxes to sealants to coatings, and then what's next after that? Some people got hooked on graphene, and then it got nano diamonds and all that stuff, but those are still in the coating space. I mean, they, we haven't gone beyond that yet necessarily, at least in the detailing industry. But I'm also thinking like battery technology, like you were saying, is improving. I'm thinking stuff like compressed air, like as battery technology improves, you can make it lighter. You could potentially have larger compressed air tanks that run off of, you know, standalone power units and stuff that you don't need to wire up into a car or do other stuff with. It's something you could take with you. That's appealing. If you can get up to the levels of what would normally require a shop or a vehicle wired up, that would be something kind of cool mm -hmm. to have compressed air on the move. But that's still just taking things you know and improving on them. That's not necessarily something new. I, I, I think yeah. it's just going to be a whole lot of what's old is new again as you know people turn their eyes to something that now the tech has improved. You can go back to something you thought was kind of done and rehash it with kind of a new spin. Yep. Uh, that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. Tyler, anything you got to add? No, it's it's funny hearing you talk about, you know, <clears throat> what's old is new, right? So you had con compressed air, then all of a sudden the Tornador came out, really re-innovated it. Uh, rotaries are coming back. Man, mm -hmm. like... They're lighter. I, they're, li yes. With throttle so, control, which we didn't have back in the day. <laughs> variation it, Yeah, now. you did. It was just it how... Was all, yeah, it was how much you <laughs> could... Yeah, it was, it, was, it was feathering that off. <laughs> Literally what that was. <laughs> Um, I, you know, being on a route truck when I was able to see everyone every day, it, I was moving everyone over to DAs, mm -hmm. right? Um, when I got off of that and for five years, I may have been seeing someone for 30 minutes and then I would never see them again. I'd walk in if they were using rotary, I had to go in and just teach them how yeah. to do rotary better. Yeah. Right. Uh, it, rotaries have changed so much, you know, because we did, we slapped a pad on a grinder, uh, coatings, you know, there's a handful of changes that have happened with coatings. Almost every coating was UV cured before, mm -hmm. right? Like yeah, or IR or cured. IR cured. Sorry, yeah. yeah, everything was IR cured before, right? So now we got into reasonable air cure flash times. Then you're getting into better flash times. You look at something like Diamond Protec, which is a, a PHPS coating, and using that webbing that you get with a Nano Diamond technology, you're able to put a PHPS coating on a car where you know PHPS coatings are, are brittle just very similar to kind of most ceramic coatings. Um, so we're kind of not reinventing the wheel, but we're making the wheel better. So we look at dry ice as another one of those things like, you know, so it was a hundred thousand, then it was 40,000. And some people are like, Ooh, I can make this work. And now all of a sudden we're looking at $12,000 dry yeah. ice machines or steam like, yeah. Yep. Economies of scale yeah. play so and all that. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it makes it definitely a different change for sure. Um, I think the, we're never going to go away. You know, people no. worry. They're like, oh, man, detailing might die or the shops might die. As long as personal no, transportation there exists. Are cars, regardless of what they're going to be made of or run off of, there's still going to be cars. Oh, yeah. People are still going to want to clean and protect their transportation because they're still going to want to do that, whether they learn to do it themselves or they still pay somebody to do it. They're always going to be that person that doesn't really want to do that. They don't care it's like <laughs> i just taught augie how to wash a car he wants to wash cars yeah. every day he actually enjoys it his sister eh, i'll sit in the car and watch <laughs> you wash it she's fine with that she'll come out and maybe spray it if it's for half a second she wants to play with the foam cannon 
But then she's done. She doesn't like the noise. She doesn't like the. Mm. She's she's like yeah, I'm I'm good. I'll just sit in the car and listen to music. So you're always going to have those personalities in your in those kids and in those p- new people that are going to be growing up and taking over that next generation. Augie might want to start detailing cars, or he might go, man, I've been washing cars since I was a kid. I'm done. I'm gonna have. I'm just gonna run it through the car wash. I don't need to worry <laughs> about this. Where his sister may go. Yeah, I don't want to be, uh, you know, I didn't like washing cars as a kid, but I actually find it's really comforting and soothing and relaxing for me. Nothing wrong Who with knows, that. Who knows, right? So it's never going to go away. I think it's just going to make it easier. And you think about waxes, sealants, polishes. Uh, waxes, you take, it, it takes 30, 45 minutes to an hour. People be out waxing their vehicle. Now, and you're getting maybe tops three months protection. Now you can get up to nine months to a year, which is a quick spray application of yeah, a product. 10, 15 minutes, boom, done. It's nuts. Absolutely nuts. Well, so, And as you guys have pointed out, coming from like, you know, the coding itself, coming from an aerospace background, that kind of stuff, even literally space travel kind of background, it's not always the detailing industry where you're going to see some of these advancements first. Correct. It's going to pop up other places maybe in some very high-end applications or some very like super niche specific stuff like protecting cables for communications at the bottom of the Atlantic or like whatever stuff you might think of, it might appear there first rather than just detailing. Because detailing is usually taking an idea that was meant for something else and adapting it to work in the detailing space. Yeah. And then the one thing that we've completely overlooked is microfibers. Oh, oh, that's a whole thing in (laughs) that Weird. Those have changed <clears throat> over and over again. Oh, yeah. Every, every time Completely. I'm here, I'm like, I got to learn more about this. So, <laughs> you can yeah. go down that rabbit hole. We can <laughs> take don't. you there. Yeah, no, we'll we, we don't there. have enough time left, I'm sure. Ron, Ron Ayotte <laughs> saying, Great plug. <laughs> All I have done for washes on my three-coated vehicles is absolute or DIY rinseless and have used either CTV3 or Defender as a topper, and they still sheet water like a duck. There you go. Awesome, yeah. man. Uh, Jeff C. saying... Oh, this is the one we didn't answer for Espen. Oh, if you can compare O&R and PNS Absolute, what is your experience, pros and cons? Uh, neither. I don't have pros or cons between the two. I like them both, and I use them whenever I want to. There you go. That's it, Espen. I don't even... I don't worry about it. I just use what I like, and I like both. Jeff C., I know that flash times are dependent on temp and humidity, but is there a minimum amount of time that you want Diamond Body 36 to be on the surface before leveling? Is it detrimental if not left on long enough? At least five minutes, I would say, Jeff. At least. Yeah, you're about that five-minute window. Um, depending on, obviously, like you say, temperature, humidity, it could be a little bit longer. Um, our instructions say up to 15 some places that is way too long always do a test spot first make sure that you are comfortable with the application and the removal of the product before you go on with the vehicle uh, but yeah about five minutes um, is that sweet spot that you really yeah. want it to be on there okay it shouldn't be a fight to remove no it should right. be it should be almost like wiping dust off the top of it mm-hmm. uh, so if you're fighting it if you really have to like hunker down then you're too early something's wrong <laughs> <clears throat> Franco, we can put toppers and detailers on DPT exterior coatings with maintenance washes. Uh, is it okay to use our favorite dressings on Diamond Protect interior ceramic coatings or not advisable? Both of our interior products are... They're permeable. Yeah, I was going to say they're breathable, so there's nothing yeah. stopping you. Permeable, uh, the fancy word, the basic word. Um, but... Yeah, you can put stuff on you top could, of them. You could. Yeah, there's you nothing. Want. There's nothing stopping you from putting any any dressing that you want on it if that's a finish that you're looking for. Ideally, you just yep. don't want to clog the stuff. So, 
Twiggy Buick saying, is there a good coating for raw metals like polished aluminum and stainless steel? So <laughs> raw metals are always continually oxidizing. So you have to remember that it a raw metal will oxidize faster than clear coat. So that means it's going to try and always continually shed whatever is on its surface. Now, I was advised by the chemist for DPT that all the DPT coatings could be used on metal surfaces. However, the one <laughs> they most recommend is diamond wheels mm. on headers, on stainless, on raw aluminum. You can use those products on those surfaces. Makes but sense. You do have to remember that metal is a is the the way we describe he describes him as metal is a living thing. It's always going to try and shed itself like a like a like a dog jumping in the water. It's going to try and dry itself off. And you can put product on it, but it is always naturally going to do that because it's naturally what's going to occur. Now it is going to last a little longer than it normally would, but at one point, Mother Nature will take over and it will it will shed. Yeah. Um, so. That's what that is. Now, there are other metal coatings and metal products that are designed with sealants in them, with, with coatings in them, that can protect and work with that. But all of them live in that same lifespan. So uh, you're never going to get a 10-year metal coating. No. no. It's, not, it's just not possible. You're, no. You might find a three-year metal coating, uh, but depending, again, temperature, humidity, where you live, how it's used – the abuse, yep. Abuse, it's it's going to shorten. And right now, I think the only thing is there is about a three-year life on a coating. Majority of companies say one year. So, I mean, if you metal. want it to last longer at that point, you might you just re, see You it just polish it and reapply it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you, you at some point get to the point where you should be clear coating it. Yeah. And you should be clear coating not just the face and the barrel, but you actually need to take the tire off and, right. and clear coat the inside because there is also oxidization that mm -hmm. comes through from the interior yeah. of it so it follows uh, the path of least resistance wherever there's yeah. an opening it'll take it so yeah, yeah. and now yeah. it's not a raw aluminum rim it's now <clears throat> a coated rim yep right yep so ron ao saying smash that like button yes please do glenn dennis says these youtube ads during the live stream is annoying still not upgraded premium though nice try google clicked one ad about Goggle. railings now that's all the ads i get railing what like stairway this, railings yeah. Vasil is saying, can you apply quick body on diamond wheels? Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brian G. saying, hey, guys. Been a while since I was here and just hopping in now. Can Dream Maker be applied over fresh paint? Yes, it can. Or is it like a wax? We need to wait a couple weeks. No, uh, Brian. You're all right with that. Dream Maker has such light protection. Um, we, rec we say it'll last until your next wash. Yeah. It's, it's very a, it's, short. It lasts product. about a week to two weeks sometimes up to a month, depending on how the car is cared for and garaged. So like on my dad's car we just did on the Father's Day Live, you spray Dream Maker on that, it's going to go right back into his garage. It's going to be sitting inside a garage. He's going to come out, take it to a car show. He may spray some more Dream Maker on it, take it back and park it in the garage. That Dream Maker is going to still be on the surface when I go get it six months from now and I wash it for the first time. So that's kind of how we say that, but it it – it doesn't have enough protection to really fully bond. It will wash off within the next wash. So yeah. if it's two weeks or a month, it'll come off. So it's harmless. It's all right. You're going to be just fine. <clears throat> CJ Byrne, 
Could a regular consumer please get access to Diamond Body 36 in sizes larger than a 30 mil? After my experience with glass, I want Diamond Body 36 on my Tundra Crew Max, and 30 mils is not enough for two layers. Hmm. <sighs> there you go, CJ. Well, well. Uh, we will talk to him. See if we can get a bigger bottle. You never know. <laughs> I but think that there's probably like a 4th of July promo coming up. I don't Possibly. know what you, you guys have know. on there. <laughs> so I, I genuinely don't know what's on there, but... <laughs> You know, up to twenty percent off. It's you can almost get two it's, bottles. And you could get right. yeah, get one kit. So you've got the body prep because yep. body prep is the most important Diamond Protect product. Yep. And then two bottles. That second bottle, boom, boom. Yeah, you'd be good. Ta-da! Long Island <laughs> Detail Supply. Gary saying we need to do a training soon. Yeah. There you go, Gary. We do. Hey, I hit that comment. Why didn't it mm-hmm. change? Okay, mm-hmm. my comments are changing for some oh, reason. No, That's broken. weird. All right. Han says. Uh, would the battery pack on the IK also work on the Multi Pro 12? Yes, it does. Yep. Jeff C. saying, I applied diamond wheels last winter on wheels that had been coated three years earlier with gloss coat. I did a full decon and clay, but only spot polished before coating. The coating properties looked great in the areas I polished, but not on the rest of the wheels. Could the remaining gloss coat have rejected the diamond wheel coating? Yes. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Yeah. Entirely possible. Han says, "Is Tony detailing his lawnmower? Yes, that Almost is one definitely. of the that is one of the Hondas <laughs> of the that Hondas, will be yeah. in Honda days. Um, <laughs> Some of the four wheel Hondas are not cars. So is that Honda? he actually did a photo shoot uh, with his Honda mower after he got it, and he took it out to that parking lot that he yeah. takes pictures of his actual cars and parked it there. And I said, yeah. how 'How'd you get that there?' And he goes, well, I put it in the back of the Ram 1500 yeah. tow vehicle, yeah. right." towed one of his Hondas over yeah. there, basically, set it up in the exact same... It was kind of crazy. You know what I find... He was very proud of it. What I find so strange is Anthony, like, yeah, Honda guy, through and through. That's what you think of when you think of Anthony. But he has two motorcycles, and not one of them is a Honda. Well, He, he picks bikes to, more like I would pick bikes, used, but they're not Hondas. He so used like, to have a Honda Grom. He had a Honda Grom, but, like, all of his big bikes, all of his, like, actual adult-sized uh, bikes he's thinking have he's been kind of not a, Hondas. He'd be a Goldwing kind of guy. I can see him on one. A yeah. silver wing, yes. a gold wing. Definitely, definitely mm-hmm. not a CBR or anything no, like that. No, no, he would gold wing kind yeah. of guy. Blasting okay. his speakers and yeah. at the light, you know, maybe, maybe like Stop a BFR or something. Yeah. I don't know, something. <laughs> anyway, just saying, uh, what happened to the KXK sanding discs? Uh, the little discs, the papers. We've never received them. We've never ordered them. So, Hans, that's something you got to talk to Patrick about. Because uh, yeah. he's brought in the KXK. St- I think he brought the discs. I don't know. We never got pricing from them for that. So and Hans almost definitely. If he got them before, that's where he got yeah. them from. Was you're you're not over here. So <laughs> Daniel Pate saying. So I came across the Uno Protect beadmaker <clears throat> video and decided to try it with Uno Advanced. Very good results. If you tested this out or just know it would work similar. So I've worked all of them. I've used them all. I used Uno Protect and beadmaker for a number of years, and now I've moved to Advanced and Defender. That's what I'm doing now. There, so. there are like slight differences between the way Protect and Advance yeah. work, though. Like, could you speak to that? No, nope, they bit? don't. No? They're, they're identical. They wait it, let them wait for about 20 minutes, <laughs> then remove them. There's literally okay. The I difference know that is some subtle. The difference is that Uno Protect is a paint sealant that will last about six months. Uno Advance is a ceramic that will last up to one year. 
Yeah, I'm referring in sense of wipe off and things like that. But the yeah, wipe off's yeah, yeah. identical. The wipe off's the same. <laughs> it feels identical. If I blindfolded you, Dane, and gave you the product, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. All right. So Franco saying, could you put glass coating on your eyeglasses? I mean, yeah. Yeah, you can. You could also yep. just put regular coating on your glasses. That's I've true. done that on every pair I've ever owned. That'll be fine. I know Matt did the same on his. Don't leave a high spot. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Suddenly they're bifocals. Whatever you do, don't do that. Uh, and don't put them on smudgy. Soon as you put the coating on, <laughs> just like let them, let them cure a bit, <laughs> and maybe like put them on later. Grab another pair of glasses to put on. Everywhere you uh, look, it's just your finger. Yeah, your eyes are kind of like <laughs> the suckers are off gassing. Still feeling bit. it. Uh, Franco says, could there be a gold glass bottle and a bead in a bottle for a free tour of the plant, like in Willy Wonka's oh. chocolate factory? Huh. Hopefully the tour would be safer than the chocolate. Yeah, no, it's I've been to the factory. It's very safe. Yeah. But a great idea. <laughs> great idea, Franco. <laughs> Nobody's getting marketing. sucked into an induction yeah. tube or anything like that. <laughs> Ronnie out laughing. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, man, that's us here. We got Tom. Tom Chicago saying, hope you're doing well. Joey Belinsky. Yeah. And Jeff C. saying, uh, if a prosumer type DIYer <laughs> wanted to buy the pro-level coatings and paid for the training, could limited quantities be bought for personal use without having garage keepers insurance? Hmm. Jeff, that is a great question. For the first, <laughs> first year or so, we're not even entertaining it. No. Plain and simple. It's just... There's too much at stake with the pro-level coatings. We know that we have DIYers who feel like they're capable of doing the pro-level coatings. And they likely are. And yes, likely you are capable of doing it. But for the f the fact that these pro-levels are designed for pro installers with garage keepers insurance, with the fact that they've signed up for the class, the fact that they have a legitimate business, that they're paying taxes and all that kind of stuff on, that's the reason for not having that access to the pro line. Um, now, who's not to say that might change with the development of other products? We don't know. But for the fact that the pro level program is brand new, not happening. So you wanted to say something? Yeah, there there's some other things there, right? So if we go, you know, the gauntlet, right? Everyone wants that 120. Uh, you've got four layers of product and both Pro 60 and Pro 120 is finished with Hydro and Hydro exclusively can be put on a vehicle that's been protected with Pro 60 and Pro 120. And in our training, we even talk about the areas that it can't be put on even mm -hmm. if it's protected with Pro 60 yeah. or Pro 120. So there is a lot of technology there um, that's probably not needed on a car. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, you know, and because of that, until we can safeguard against some of those things, uh, you know, we've got the educational course, we've got all of uh, our, our disclaimers for lack of better terms. Mm -hmm. Hey, don't do it here. Don't do it there. Make sure it's on these types of vehicles. Make sure you coat within this specific window. Um, it, there's just so many liabilities that we need to make sure we're working with someone that understands their they're part of that team to make sure everyone gets the right service and, mm -hmm. and we're not messing up any vehicles. Yeah, right. that's the number one thing, Jeff. And I get a lot of people get concerned about that kind of thing, thinking, oh, I'm missing out. Oh, I can't get this stuff. I'm an individual, but I really want this and I don't want to go to some other guy who's going to install it on my thing because I know how to do it. 
I get that, but at the same time, like you guys have a very specific reason for why it's set up this way. It makes sense, and yeah, there's some variables involved that aren't there with the regular stuff. So, yep, just something to I, understand. I go back to body. I love body. I, I so I started as a mobile detailer in a 97 hatchback Integra. Mm -hmm. And I put my carpet extractor and my pancake compressor in my passenger seat just right, or I couldn't shift into third gear. <laughs> I only found that out driving down route two Oop. when I needed to be in third gear. It's <laughs> driving um, 9,000 RPM the whole way. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little four banger, it can do it, it's yeah. fine, right? I owned that car for just over a year and never changed the oil those. filter, but I put a quart of oil in it once a month and I was fine. fine. Yeah, it's you're okay. Refreshes, <laughs> refreshes. Good um, But because of that, like I look at body and it is, it is just a moneymaker. Uh, coatings are designed to be sacrificial mm -hmm. layers. Why not have one that if the coating takes some abuse, you can, you can replenish, you can replace it. Mm -hmm. Like that to me is my mindset. Uh, I know here I am, right? Like, oh, the director of sales for Diamond ProTech and it, 120 is amazing. I'm not trying to take away from 120, but the process that it is, it, it's it's not as cool as you think it is. Like, I, it, it's a process. <laughs> it is it a does, process. It is cool. It, it is as cool as you think it no, is. No, the product but on the surface is a lot insane. of work. <laughs> it is. It is yeah. a lot of work. I mean, you're talking about like three, four layers. Uh, oh, yeah, that. three, four layers, an hour between each layer, two hours between the last one, or if you even go sprayable, right? Like, then people start saying, oh, I want to do the sprayable. Yeah, there's you know, so much stuff you, you have to IR have. IR lamps. We're still stuck with IR you lamps need an air dry, You need an air dryer in your air compressor. Oh, my goodness. You need goodness. to be able to not induce a lot of liquid and moisture into your yeah. spraying. You need to have a respirator. You need to have an area in which you can do that. You need it. There's so many things involved going pro. Maybe yeah. most people don't think about. Maybe this could be the next level of innovation our industry mm. needs. Oh. You never know. You never know. Because well, you talked about <laughs> Kirby Thompson stuff like that. So I was just making sure. Kirby that. Thompson saying, uh, Levi, Matt, Diamond Protect wheels. Could they be used over titanium? I have a cyclist with a titanium friend that wants to coat it to protect it and make it easy to clean comments. Yeah, it can go on titanium. Just know I would probably sell it that you're putting diamond protect wheels on uh, <clears throat> and sell it as a one year to them and just tell them, hey, this is a one year coating. Yeah, over something like that, there's a chance it's gonna need a reapplication. Especially every year. If it's heavily used out on the Yeah, track especially if they're riding it every yeah. day and they're riding rain or shine and they just wanna keep it clean. It's gonna help the titanium not stain and tarnish, but uh, you are probably going to have to reapply it, Kirby. Yeah. One thing so. I wanted to emphasize right now, and this is why I was saying this, was we're on the top half of the first page. So we can take our time Perfect. with these. We can give them the time of day. Ten minutes I left. I want to make sure. Well, that's more like 20 minutes. 18 minutes I want to make sure we give people the so time I'm saying of day we're at 10 these. minutes in the comments with 20 minutes. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we'll, we'll get through them. But I, I just want to make sure, like, if there's something that brings up an interesting topic, let's talk about it. Let's actually, because we got yeah. experts here, let's use it. So Glenn Dennis saying, thoughts on peelable paint. I recently saw a video on Clarity Coat. Looks to be an interesting alternative to PPF or vinyl. So, Glenn, yes, Clarity Coat is insane and is the next best thing. <laughs> However, here's the problem with it. You need a paint, paint booth. booth. You need a dryer. You need a big enough air compressor. You need to have the skill set to be able to spray and paint. Basically, you might as well be a painter at that point. You might as well be a painter <laughs> at that point. Matt and I both looked into that product, and we both fell in love with that product. It's an amazing product. The fact that you can tint it, the fact that you can do color change, the fact that you can lay it on clear, all that stuff. 
It's unbelievable. However, barrier of entry doesn't work for most folks. Very high. Yep. Yeah. Now, if you're somebody who has a lot of disposable income and you want to take like maybe your vehicle that's maybe a special color, but you don't want to lose that by having the car repainted full on, this is kind of a niche case where maybe that's perfect for you because you want to have the fun of a different color and the PPF and all that. But at the same time, when it comes time to maybe sell it, if it's like a very valuable vehicle or something, because of the original color it is from the factory, you go right back to it and it's perfect underneath. You don't have to worry about it. You didn't fundamentally change it because you left the original paint where it was. Well, I can see that being an appealing other, case for somebody who's loaded. Let's be get, honest. But no, but that yeah. new, other, but new car thing. feel for people that change yeah. out new yeah. cars every yeah, maybe they get years. Bored. Yeah, but you like can do that. Just yeah. change the color of your car. The crazy <laughs> thing about it, you can sand it. You can buff it, yeah, and you can coat it. You can also put vinyl over the top of it. It's technically There's, amazing. It, it's yeah. unbelievable, and it's extremely strong, extremely durable, and it is a cool, cool product. Um, if you recall, five years ago, four years ago, Ivan LaCroix had it on his Jeep, and he painted a black Jeep blue, bright blue, bright metallic blue, put logos on it, put the logos under, then layered a layer of clear over the top of it so they were embedded under the surface. And it looked legit. phenomenal. When he <laughs> traded the vehicle in, he did a video on him peeling it all off. But you walk up to it and you're like, holy cow. You This is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. Now, if you have the access to so like the old shop had a paint booth in it, if you rent a building and you rent a shop and there's a paint booth in there, you're good to go. The question is, do you have the clientele to support a five to $10,000 color change? Yeah. And the fact that you have to break down the car because you're basically painting it again. Yep. That's what you're doing. Yeah. So there's a lot. Clarity Coat has just started doing uh, distribution as well for dipyourcar.com. Uh, and they are working on trying to make a collab between Dip Your Car and Clarity Coat to make it easier, cheaper, that able to able to do it. Because yeah. Matt and I were a dip your car installer. We never did any cars, but we had the capacity to be able to do that because you don't need a clean, you don't need a paint booth. You don't need downdrafts. You don't need right. stuff. You can shoot it in a normal garage <laughs> if you want. Nine, nine out of ten high school kids have <laughs> hit those wheels on their mom's Honda Accord well, in the high school parking but lot. But we're talking with the dip your car sprayer, uh, yeah. not so the going, can. Going so, up, but it doesn't stop them from trying. That, yeah, that's but I will say that is a future. The, again, the difference is costs of the product yeah. on the surface, uh, costs <clears> within the labor. It is a very high thing. If you are a car painter and you want to offer that to folks, you could do that because you've already got the infrastructure. The booth. And you've got people coming to you for paint work. You could do that and say, hey, here's what I got. Here's what we can do for you. And I can do it a little cheaper. I can do a little custom paint job mm -hmm. cheaper. Because like we've got our friend, Sean McNally. Yeah. He charges anywhere from 20000 to 150000 to 200000 for a custom paint job. Because it's worth but it people for the people come to him do that because it is. For that because of who he is. level, yeah. But... He could, you know, if he's got people that are walking in the door and he's like, man, I sure got a lot of people coming in for five and $10,000 paint jobs and I can't, that's not really where I want to go. They don't want to go to Mako, but they don't they want to do it for like, me. Maybe that's something then, I can do for them. Yeah. So 
there's that. For for me with Photoshop brain, the way I look at it is it's a way to paint a car with an undo button. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's basically you get all the benefits, but when you're done, even compared to rap or something, which rap it lasts it longer too long, than a rap can have yeah, some yeah, issues. Whereas this rap. looks excellent, and when it comes off, it actually comes off like fairly simply compared to even wraps and stuff. It's very appealing. But yeah, it's painting your car with an undo button. Yep, super cool. Yeah, uh, Franco saying. Ha, I just got a Vessi shoe ad. Gabe just felt a disturbance in the force. <laughs> it's an ugly shoe. Glenn Dennis saying, apparently, little to no orange peel. So, Glenn, uh, it is, uh, again, just the how they how it flows out the gun. Um, you can crank it up to add a lot of texture or no texture. Maintain again, your you can sand <laughs> yeah, you the, can sand the that surface. Flat. So. Yeah, that's, that's the crazy thing about it is you can sand it when it's done and get it as glass Orange smooth as you want. Orange peel also exists for a reason. It does. Too. It does. So, but Glenn, it's uh, yeah, it's still a pretty cool product nonetheless. Uh, Ivan Ramos saying, "What's this <clears> hype <throat> about mixing PNS bead maker and Dream Maker?" Ivan, Jamie it's called Clean cleaner. Maker, courtesy of Jamie the Cleaner, and he loves it. I mixed up a bottle of it. Finally, it's pretty dang good. You like it? It works. Yeah. It's not. I use it to wipe down wheels. That's okay. what I use it for. So, what's the ratio on that? I don't know. You just kind of yeah, eyeballed it. I watched like... a video and I saw it and I did it. <laughs> okay. I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, Jimmy the Cleaner, where are you? Help this man. Yeah, <laughs> Ivan said, uh, "Would you be so kind to explain and how to mix?" Thanks. Just uh, look up Clean Maker and Jamie the Cleaner, and you'll find yeah. it. Uh, Darren saying, "Hey guys, had to miss tonight. We'll catch up later. Just thought I'd pop in say love y'all. Also, question Levi asked last week." Yes, I do my shopping late at night. That's all right, man. Yep. You're a night owl. I, I, I recognize it for sure. <laughs> he says, headphones in and no one around. Heaven for me on the food shop. I don't doubt it. There Sounds like a great time. Uh, Kirby says, Levi, plastic lenses and eyeglasses do not like ceramic coating. I damaged mine by accidentally touching during a coating. Oops. Yeah, it differs from I glasses to glasses. I can know, see that. Set, yeah. But... Just I've never had a the problem. coating that's appropriate for the yeah. substrate. These aren't coated right now, just so you know. These are... Right. I think I just have to fender it on him. As the amount of smudges I see on Anthony's glasses on oh, a regular basis. Filthy. Like, he looks like he just put them in Vaseline. Just They're <laughs> filthy. Over the whole all thing. The, all that's the, the time. But that's the joke I always try to say is he has the dirtiest glasses all the time. Insane. But on his windshield, he does not touch right. his wipers at all. He, he no. is deathly he afraid of He doesn't like having wipers. a dusty window and wiping it with the, with, hitting it with the wipers. And he doesn't like using he hates windshield washer, washer fluid because yeah. it goes all over his paint. It, it makes things look uneven and creates, you know. So spots I jokingly <laughs> refer to the fact like, so you have dirty mm -hmm. lenses on your face and then a dirty windshield, and you're okay with that. Well, until he installs a reservoir, where on his I face. keep my glasses spotless <laughs> and I like sister tank in my my uh, windshield washer <laughs> fluid in my vehicles, add accessory tanks so that <clears> I have multiple ways to soak yeah. the window. You're always ready. Yeah, you're always ready. Oh, man. Okay, we're getting some peace signs. We're getting some, ooh, that sucks. Then Ron. Just heard from a friend. He's leasing a new Subaru Outback. It will be a three-year lease, and the dealership is trying to sell him a coating for only $60 a month on the mm, lease. Nope. nope twenty one sixty. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, you should coat that car for him for two grand. I was going to say, you could do it for 59 a month. Yeah. <laughs> what, are, what are the odds that that coating go. they're trying to sell them is even yeah. a coating to begin most with? Most of the time, yeah, most of the time and it's not, not a coating. A some of the spray. <laughs> now, some of the dealerships are. When or I got, ceramic spray or something. Like I got uh, the car I just did this weekend. Yeah. When it first came to me, it got coated at the dealership. 
at Mercedes. They yeah. they coded it. And the paperwork on it was for Ceramic Pro. The problem was the guys installing it aren't actual stars. They're just the detailers in the back bay that don't really they're good, but they're also kind of dangerous. The same kid who runs around the lot with the, you know, no, no, not always. No, nope, it's someone else that's actually in the detail bay. The problem is those okay. detailers, as hard as they work and as good a guy as they are, they're not fully trained to spend the appropriate amount of time. Well, it's about turnaround on a too. Mm-hmm. Correct. So they're not given the time. Sometimes they're not no, given. That's the time. The it's not the thing, individual. Right? Who's even if they, even if they at home might know exactly how to do everything sure. right. Sure. They've got, you know, in in any coding, right? So you can't really have that yeah, sales have manager bringing a th- car yeah, they back might have two to or you. three on the car. Right. So then you've got to get it done. the sales manager. Bring, hey, I've got this car going out for a test drive. Oh, I just got this car back from a test drive and I needed to give it another test drive in 10 minutes because it's our only Ford Raptor on the lot. You know, so oh, they're yeah. always getting interrupted back there. So it is, uh, yeah. it's tough. You almost need to have a dedicated, you know, yeah. they mindset coded, there. They coded that car. They high spotted the snot out of it. So when I recoded it, I, I buffed it all out. I've also had folks buy a coating from a dealership, but it's just a warranty, and they just spray a quick detailer over the surface of the car. Again, not the dealership's fault. They're doing. They're trying to sell you on something. They're trying to make as much money on that car as possible. So Some they're just doing what they can. Stuff. But yeah, pretty crazy though. Sixty bucks a month on the lease. Nice. Take takes advantage Good. of the knowledge gap. Yeah. Where really, like, yeah, find a find a professional. Do it separately. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. We've got Bell Speed. Companies that use affiliate programs and creators, how important are they to the detailing world? Also, any advice for creators? So I imagine, Bell, you're an aspiring creator or a creator yourself? Possibly. I would say, though, that, um, well, we wouldn't be where we are if we weren't doing what we're doing. Right. Uh, you know, originally we started making videos about towels and how to use yeah. products associated with those towels so that we could help customers know how to use our products. It was we, customer service first and foremost. It wasn't be- to try and become popular. Or yeah, anything. we've become influencers of other brands for folks like you who are watching our show to do that. There was an event that you guys went to in Chicago that was yes. for a ton of different detailing. Uh, and like in, uh, what's the word? The uh, that was super uh, creator-centric. Creators. And the focus was you have the brands, you have the creators. Obviously, creators are excited to go and make whatever media they can about the given products and stuff. But the brands being there, the benefit of that was that they could actually point out where like, oh, you made an assumption about this product that's not actually true. Here's how this actually works. And it was able to help like correct a little bit yeah. and, and make sure that what people are saying is actually true to the product and not just an assumption that's baked in necessarily from like somebody who's a third party. It gave the creators a chance to be able to sit down with the company face to face and learn everything and ask yeah. the questions that they needed to nobody's, do. Nobody's so policing that, an opinion, but it's just helping you with the actual facts. The data. Yeah. And the reason we use uh, creators and, and uh, influencers and stuff is to get more voices and get more word of mouth on our products. Yeah. So what these guys do, that's what we do. And the goal is to get folks to use the product, <clears throat> literally leave a review, in essence, and say, man, this stuff worked great. Or, hey, man, I put this product on. It didn't work. I washed it. Looks like it's dead. No, just wash it again. Oh, oh, wow, holy crap, it worked. They don't usually have that capability, and it's up to us as brand affiliates and brand reps to say, you did that wrong. Let me show you the right way. So that they put out the right message. 
and on how to the product works. Bell's question here about advice for creators. I mean, that's kind of a broad question, but at the same time, if you're looking for advice, the best thing we can say is just keep at it. Obviously, you, you can do everything with a phone these days. We saw a bunch of people at the creator event doing a ton with just a cell phone and like a wireless mic setup that just went to the phone. And they were able to make TikToks, YouTube videos, you name it. And the quality, while it's not like the depth of field of a DSLR or whatever, viewers don't necessarily care. They just want the information and they want to listen to somebody who at least comes across as like somebody they feel like they can trust or they, they don't find annoying because sometimes people are immediately turned off by certain personality types of stuff. Just find what's true to you. Yeah. So don't try and necessarily copy what others are doing if it means you're uncomfortable doing it. Find something that's comfortable for you and it'll come across to the viewers who are mm -hmm. watching. There you okay. Go. Mm -hmm. Glenn Dennis says, it seems pretty crazy that it's heavier than PPF and vinyl. Yeah, it's nuts. It's, I actually got to key a fender that was covered in it, like really go to town on it, and then peel it off and have it be perfect underneath. Uh, Franco says, Ron, that's ludicrous. Tell him you'll do it for 1900 Save some mm -hmm. money. Give him a friend <laughs> price. A steal. Friend <laughs> price. And then Franco says, I plastied it my Honda Helix scooter every <laughs> year, and it's due for a new color. Dane, <laughs> you make the call this round. Name a color or pearl, and it shall be done. Ooh, exciting. And well, I mean, let me think about that. We'll get to the other comments. Yeah. I'll come back to you, Frank. Ryan says, on. thanks again, guys. And then Han says... <laughs> Franco, do one side yellow and one side red, just like Dane did on his brake calipers for his Jaguar. <laughs> the call McDonald's that the, paint yeah, job. Ketchup yeah, ketchup and mustard. <laughs> ketchup and, and mustard. And then Ron says, I already talked to, to, talked to him about it. Good work. Franco <laughs> saying, Han's laughing. Mike uh, Kirby saying, almost time to mow the lawn. Thanks for all the tips today. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Kirby. Thanks for tuning in. Mm -hmm. Jeff saying, thanks for all the answers and the explanations on pro coatings. I'll be happy with Diamond Body or Diamond Body 36 for now. See what you might come up with in the future. <laughs> thanks, Jeff. <laughs> thanks, Jeff. Oh, no, he's always it. watching. And Franco, I've got an idea for you. Something, something fun. So you're saying like a pearl. I would love to see like a pearlescent purple, like a royal purple, but done in kind of a pearl depth kind of that sheen something like that so see what you can do about that that'd be now cool. i'm thinking about is that purple uh color change that was done on every car in the 90s yeah <laughs> see, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the chameleon color show. i'm saying said, strictly purple here that's what he had on his last jet yeah, yeah no my green <laughs> was it was the only way i could get the green i wanted and it just so happened that yeah it's a color <laughs> change green, it's not really my choice but the yeah it wasn't as wild but i just wanted that green it that's was what a I really pretty wrap but it turned out super great yeah it looked beautiful on that car awesome Hidden Forest Green yeah. by uh, Avery Dennison, yeah. SW9. And then uh, G. Nice. Davis popping in at the last minute from the back <laughs> saying, Dane endorses the one-year Silver Creek Spa glute coating. It's go. breathable. That's yeah, the most that's important right. part. That's right. That's what you tell yourself. <laughs> Joey Belinsky saying thank you for all the information this week. Time for a nap. Catch you all next week. <laughs> Keep that uh, arc reactor rolling, Joey. And uh, Franco saying they're a purple hypershift. That'd be awesome. All hey, email hey. you picks. Great idea. Do it, man. Go. Love to see it. Thanks. Well, thank you, Tyler and Matt, for joining us. Thank yes. you, guys. Thank we you appreciate it. That's uh, a great conversation. They're both in the TRC discussion group, so just tag Matt Ward or Tyler Cucci, and uh, they'll and answer any of your questions too. for Diamond Pro yeah. Tech. So. Nice. Okay, guys. Well, you know the drill. If you haven't hit like at this point, what are you doing? Come on. Hit like on that video. Helps us out. Helps you out by helping us out. And make sure you're subscribed to the Rag Company Podcast, the Rag Company Main, and the Rag Company FAQ YouTube channels. Helps us out there as well. And lastly, as you mentioned, the Facebook group is where all the conversations happen when we're not on the air here. You can share your latest updates. Mm -hmm. It could be fun stuff. doesn't always have to be detailing related as long as it's something to do with something TRC adjacent. 
we like it and uh, these guys are in there too so thank you so much for watching thank you guys for visiting and uh, we'll catch up with you next week on the Rag Company Podcast which will be happening on Monday because of a uh, little shift in timing on yeah. things so we'll see you then bye bye see ya Thank you.